All right, three, two, one, boom. It's a social engineer show. Today we got Leo Tolkstorff in the building. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to come. I know you've travelled from quite far away. No worries. Um, I'm so gassed to be here. I'm not going to lie. I've been watching your music as well. A few of the posts that you've put out and even the stuff on those status. Yeah. And yeah, you're really talented. So oh, thank you. It's a um, pleasure to have you in <laughs> You know what? Your reels come up all the time on my feed and you yeah. have like such good conversations. And I love a podcast. Like... Mm. That's my thing. I listen to podcasts all the time. My Spotify wrapped came and literally like all of the time was podcasts. It was actually so peak, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Yeah, I really like podcasts as well. I listen to loads. Um, well, that's mostly what I listen to when I'm watching. What do you listen to? Like different podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like uh, Vlad TV. I like Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan's good too. And um, No Jumper. Okay. And um, the UK guys, um, that Chucky Online has a oh, good one. Oh, Chucky's yeah. so sick, you know. Yeah. Do you listen to the receipts? I haven't. haven't oh, th- to one. be fair, it's no. a bit more like girly, but that's my favourite. Okay. What's it about? <laughs> they like send in dilemmas and then they'll like give them advice. And then okay. it's just like, just like proper straight talking. Mm. You should leave that man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll check, that. I'll check it out. Yeah, you should. Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, so um, could you give the audience a bit of an introduction? Tell them a bit about yourself, like what you do and where you're at now. Of course. So mm. my name's Leah Tolksdorf. I'm an R&B, lo-fi, kind of pop um, singer, songwriter. Um, I was based in Southampton, kind of based in Reading, kind of based everywhere. Do you know what I mean? If people want me, I'll be there. <laughs> um, I kind of write about stuff that is just like so relevant to me. So I'd never write a song that doesn't relate to me. Every song I've written is like been about someone and they know it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they hate me for it, but it's fine. You know what? Don't piss me off and then you won't get a song written about you. <laughs> or maybe be nice and you'll get a good one. Mm. Yeah. You, have you written a positive song about... Or wrote a positive song <laughs> about somebody? Um, honestly, probably mm. not. I'm not going to lie. Like, maybe in my spare time, but released? No. 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 Do you find that the negative emotions activate you more, like, to start being creative? Definitely. And do you know what? I hate it, though, because mm. it's like, I don't want to rely on, like, feeling shit mm. to have to write a good song. Yeah. But if I'm feeling a bit... Do you know, it's like therapy for me when I'm writing. Mm. And it's it's not like I intentionally like, oh my God, I'm going to write this song about this person. Mm. But when I'm like freestyling, it's just going to come out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's all good. Because I wrote this song, yeah. It's called December 5th. And it was basically about my 21st birthday. Because okay. I was seeing the sky, you know, whatever. And then my best friend on my 21st was like, oh, can I like, you know, do what I want with him? And I was just like, <laughs> the cheek of it. She did it anyway, but it's fine. What? So are you still friends? <laughs> We're actually still friends. Do you know what? it was peak for a bit, and then I was like, do you know what? I didn't even like him anyway. It yeah. was just a casual thing, but I was just like, you know, a bit rude. Come on, twenty one mm. <laughs> on my birthday could have been any other day. Yeah, that's mad. I'm oddly very forgiving. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't that deep, and she did ask me first, so it's fine. Do you? Know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit of a like clown, but it's all good. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think? Do you forgive the guys as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Break yeah. up with and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Um, I don't forget. I just feel like you know when you end it with someone mm. and there's like people that can still be friends. Mm. I can't do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like that's we're on to new things now. But I'll be like, if I see them, we're calm, mm. but we're not friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't believe in like being friends with exes and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. And do you know what? If I was seeing a new guy, yeah, and he was friends with his ex, I would be like, bye. <laughs> like, I don't want to. No, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. you you're, you're talking about your music. So you do um, mainly like 
is it mainly around relationships like the subject matter kind of yeah yeah mm. it's like honestly it's always about like me just like how mm. i'm feeling yeah mm. and then generally it's about like a guy mm. there's a few songs there's like another song enough is enough that's kind of that was about like my old friendship group okay. and i was done with it mm. but then it's like people interpret it as it like it's about a guy if that makes sense mm. so yeah pretty much mm. I hear you. Would you ever consider doing anything like writing a song for somebody else? I've done that before. I've had okay. a few songwriting jobs and they're so fun because you can kind of like take yourself out of the situation. Mm. Like this girl, Frankie, she's so sick, actually. She sent me like a free, few like briefs and then I like and the beats and stuff. And then I like wrote the songs for her. And it was so yeah, it was so good. It was so good because mm. I was like thinking about her perspective instead of mine. Mm. But yeah. But then like in a way I would like interpret it myself. Mm. So yeah, I'm very like personal when it comes to writing, I think. I hear you. Yeah, you're really talented. How long have you been doing it for? So, I've always been singing, like, since I was young. Mm. But, um, how long have I been doing it? Seriously, as in, like, I want to do music and I see myself doing music full time. Yeah. Three years. Three years okay. I've been doing it, seriously. But, um, I've always, like... At like school, I was in the school shows and I was always like playing the piano and the guitar and shit. So like, yeah, I've always been around music, mm. but I didn't ever see it as like a, this is something I could do forever. I, I, do you know what I used to want to be like a businesswoman, right? Just mm. like have my own company, like Lord Sugar in this. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I love, I love making music, man. Like that's what I want to do. So what type of business did you want to start before? A coffee shop. Okay. <laughs> it was going to be in Stratford upon Avon. Mm. <laughs> I literally had a whole business plan. Mm. It was brilliant. But yeah, now I'm trying to make my music a business, but it's hard to make it, you know, get the money in. That's mm. why I'm trying to get more into like gigs and stuff. But I don't do it for money. But for me, like my goal in life is to make music every day, be able to go to the studio every day. But for that, I need money. Mm. So right now, you know, working in spoons is not ideal. Mm. But like if I could, I would just be making music mm. or like doing shit like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I hear you. Do you not have like a um I don't know like a, a access to a studio that maybe you don't have to pay for, maybe a friend studio or something like that along the lines? I I can, mm. but I like recording on my own in my room. Mm. It's just like you know get You're the vibes, vibe. mm. yeah, like mood lighting can be like any time, mm. and then you know I'm in the zone. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me do those backing vocals now. Mm. So yeah, I like recording in my bedroom. Probably not the best sound, but my sound's a bit lo-fi, so it's fine. Mm. Um, I use, what, what, do you know what? So basically in lockdown, when I like hadn't done, released really any music, I used like my SM58, which is not a good mic. It's like a um, the mic you use when you like do live music, right? Mm. So all of the songs out now are all recorded on that mic. So I think you shouldn't let like say money and equipment stop you. Yeah. But I do have a better mic now. I've got like an N1TA, which is like... It's all right. It's, it could be better. These mics are sick. I want this mic. But um, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I couldn't, I didn't notice any issues with sound quality or anything. To be fair, my producer's so sick. Mm. Like he, he knows what he's doing. So it's all good. And then he would be like, can you like maybe record with like better, you know, I don't know what it's called. You know, you need the pop filter and you need mm. like no sound around you. Mm. But yeah, I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people put like sheets up and stuff like that to... Honestly, I don't Dampen do that. No. <laughs> I don't mind it. Like, I kind of like it when I can hear a bit of reverb. <laughs> mm. Have Have you done paid gigs um, before or is it something you're just looking to get into? Yeah, yeah, I've done paid gigs. I did Heartbreakers 
last Monday. It was nice. Monday, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was fun. That was a good vibe. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Mm. So, and then I'm performing this Wednesday as well. I've got like cool. a band. We're we're kind of like trying our best, but they're all based in Southampton at the moment, so it's all a bit. Okay. You know, is your band um, the the guys that were on the post? Um, there was like a guy rapping to you were singing, I think, the chorus, and then there was a guy rapping. Um, and then there was someone else on like a keyboard pressing um, like the button machine. No, and so stuff like that, that that guy, that's Lost Kid, that's my producer. Okay. And then that was Javik. Mm. That was like we just did like a collaboration, but like Lost Kid is my like he's done all of my songs. Mm. But um and he's really sick, you should check him out. Mm. But um no, these guys, they're still at uni, so they're mm. they're just like they're kind of sessioning for me, but then I've had like a few bands where I feel like I'm like telling them what to do and I, I don't want it to be I want it to be like a collaborative thing They're like come on like that would be sick so this this time around these people are like I like them basically so I'm mm. trying to like basically what I like to do like now is work with people that are really passionate and mm. see their future as like what like my future is and then we can like build I don't care if you're like not that good as long as you're, you're working to be good you will be sick one day do you know mm. what I mean mm. so so do you think it. like talent uh musical talent is something that can be developed by anybody you don't you don't think it's like kind of like uh, <laughs> a, a gift that was just given to that okay, person i don't think anybody can sing do you know what i mean mm. but i think anybody that naturally can you know has a musical ear where they can see pitch and stuff so for example me i'd say naturally i'm quite musical my family's quite musical but i wasn't the best singer like i look back at videos like even a year ago i'm like jesus christ you were not great do you know what i mean so i think it but hard work pays off mm. like if you work hard enough you will be sick um but if you have a bit of talent it makes it easier mm. but i would i wouldn't say like no one can sing i think i don't know what yeah. do you think i think it's hard work i i don't I, it's hard to say um s there are certain things that are natural gifts where some people naturally are really talented at singing like uh, as a child they'll just start singing and they're just really good and then they're just as, as throughout it as, throughout their life they just get better and better and they um become like some of the best singers or whatever a lot of the people who are the best singers in the world they typically just always were really good at singing but i hear you i hear you i but there are people who um who learn how to do it so it's i don't think it's exclusively that like where you have to be um you have to be gifted from birth to do it mm -hmm. um no, I it's hard know. to say. Um, I know that talent itself, it's not um, necessarily uh, the driving factor of success. Like talent is one thing, but a lot of it is to do with like networking and marketing and that sort of stuff as well. So there's a lot of people who are not that talented, but they're doing really well because of their other attributes. Honestly, do you know what? You know, when they all say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. I was like, that's such bullshit. I do not believe you. Mm it's true <laughs> like I've realized now it's true because the thing is you get certain opportunities you get to be in certain rooms that you wouldn't be in mm. if you didn't know those connections so yeah. there might be someone that's maybe not as good as you but they're getting all the opportunities and that's because they're talking to people and you you mm. can't envy that you just got to get in the room as well do you know what I mean for real yeah for real yeah it's a, it's a difficult one and I think a lot of artists get kind of bummed out by it because they feel like they've like really worked hard to hone their craft and get really good at what they do but then they're coming in running into this into the same sort of like roadblocks where it's like mm -hmm. um there's nobody really knows who they are nobody's really willing to give them a shot 
and it's because they haven't built the network the other side of the business which is like networking i agree and And you know what i've been around some people that maybe are a little bit too competitive Mm -hmm. and a little bit they get too disappointed Mm -hmm. like it's normal you're not gonna get everything that you want and you might be underrated but sometimes i love being underrated because like when people catch on i'll be like i've been here for a minute you Mm. know what i mean so i don't know i think i'm a very competitive person you know i grew up playing sports i like winning (laughs) like i don't think i think people are lying if they're not like if they don't want to be the best Mm. do you know what i mean but i think i would never compare myself to someone else and be like they didn't deserve that why i should have got that it's so I think it's so rude mm. like I think if you are like a genuine person and you you're like doing what you're doing and you know you're good at it you'll you'll win one day do mm. you know what I mean yeah. yeah and even if you don't necessarily become the biggest star in the world it's a lot to do with what how do you want to spend your life like if you really enjoy doing something like you're really passionate about something mm. then even if you just get moderate success even if you're you make the same amount that somebody who would make, uh, say somebody's got a regular nine to five and you just don't want to do the nine to five and you make the same money as them, but you do it with doing something you really enjoy. Surely that's better than doing something you don't like. hundred percent. Like I was saying, like my only goal in life really is to make money purely from music. Mm. That's it. That's my goal. I'm not even trying to be the next whatever. I just, I just want some income so I can do that full time. Do Mm. you know what I mean? That's literally it. And I feel like that's where maybe some people get a bit cocky, you know, they're chasing the clout mm. and all their music is just like trends and they're not like original enough to sustain like a career as an artist. Mm. So as you're going down this path, have you run into any uh, hurdles or obstacles? Um, Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Nothing really like sticks out. I feel like I'm like kind of that person that just like, I'll just take it. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I'm just, um, I feel like sometimes back when I was releasing more music it was easy to get disheartened because it's like you know you put so much hard work into it you put money into this these songs as well people Mm. forget that it's not like and um I might get disheartened by the streams but now I'm just like do you know what I love those songs and I still Mm. think they're good and they're still getting listened to now so it's just like I feel like as I'm growing I'm just kind of enjoying the process Mm. more and I'm just like gassed to release like my next project because She's so good. Mm. Yeah. So when is your next project dropping? Oh, good question. So basically, I don't know is the actual answer. But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually this is um top secret, but I'm gonna say it here. So you go at like the first. I'm releasing an EP, right? Mm. Um, don't know when, probably beginning of the new year. Okay. Um I've also I recorded at Abbey Road recently, so that like video and song oh my god I'm so excited to release that and then um also been working on quite a few visuals for the the EP like some of the songs mm. so I'm so excited mm. so yeah new year yeah cool basically. so <laughs> where, where do people go to be up to date with it like would they know by following your Instagram or everywhere yeah. I'm on like TikTok, TikTok all of that. um Insta yeah mm. follow my Spotify you know yeah. I literally am on all socials, I'm not going to lie. Cool, yeah, so we'll be checking it out. We'll be eagerly waiting to see when it all drops. I've got some uh, questions for you. I'm excited, um, go for it. I wanted to ask you to see what your perspective on some of these things are. Okay, I'm nervous. (laughs) This is a question that I normally ask guys, but I think it's interesting to see what your perspective on it is. Um, Is the way to a man's art through his stomach? No. 
No. <laughs> you don't Definitely in that. not. <laughs> I mean, it helps. I wouldn't say I'm like a chef, mm. but you know, like the food I make tastes nice. Mm. <laughs> um, but no, not that. I think men want physical shit. I'm mm. not going to lie. That is the way to a man. So bad. I think the sentiment behind it is that to keep him so that he doesn't. So yeah, the physical thing probably lures him in and gets him to like be interested in the beginning. But then after that, it's like what makes him feel like, okay, he can't lose this relationship. It's too like, I feel like it's the vibe. I'm not going to lie. If you click with someone, you won't want to leave them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I've been around some horrible men. So we see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There are loads of different things. Some guys couldn't care less if their partner cooks or doesn't cook. Like they more care about, if the woman is good to them like if they mm. like care about them or whatever if they can trust them and they're loyal and that sort of stuff then 100 percent. you don't re- have really that trust it. i feel like mm. if you don't have trust you're done for mm. have you heard of someone called Bandman kevil no so this is an american i think he's a rapper mm-hmm. i don't know too much about him yet but his name has been um going quite viral recently because he supposedly got a bbl is what it? do you think about that? <laughs> that a guy got a BBL? Yeah, that's what they're saying. But it's not the same thing that girls get. It's basically what he done, yeah, is he was quite a big guy. He had been going gym every single day, but he couldn't lose the weight. He'd done liposuction and he posted like the before and after. I think he'd done some other thing where it, like gave him like fake abs or something oh, like that. Oh, mad. Do you yeah. know what? Like my opinion on plastic surgery is kind of interesting. I feel like do what you want with your body. And the thing is, I wouldn't say anything if it was a girl. So I can't say anything if it's a guy. Do you know what I mean? Is there no difference between guys and girls, do you think, in this? this, uh, There shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. But people will see it as different, Mm. I think. But I think fair play. If you feel, do what you want to do to make you feel more comfortable. Mm. Like if you, if that makes you feel like confident, fair. But I just don't know. I just feel like you're either confident or you're not. Mm. And I think, I don't think plastic surgery is going to do that for you because what? Say these girls, they get their lips done and then next thing they want their fucking like Botox or something because you just like chasing the next thing to make you feel like prettier or, you know, more attractive. Mm. So, you know, do what you want with your body, really. I just, I don't really have much opinion on it. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I think it's just interesting and a bit, uh, it was shocking for most people because it's a man Mm. doing it. So No, I hear that, but I think it's so wrong for us to have any like form of judgment on it when we wouldn't say anything if it was a girl mm. i think socially most people have kind of accepted the fact that women care about uh doing like different things to themselves or appearance or whatever even if it's like wearing makeup or something it's like True. we kind of just socially accept it but whenever a guy does something like that it just feels like he's i don't know it's not he's not like a man or something. he's not manly yeah no i whatever. hear that i think yeah for me yeah i would prefer a guy to be like more low maintenance because (laughs) i'm not like massively high maintenance Mm. as well so i think it's a bit strange but like i think it's mad like this generation is just like you know like i was walking down the street and there's like the like shops now that you can get filler in like before it wouldn't like be what's that botox yeah yeah like if you get your your lips filled in Mm. like yeah botox and shit but it's just like what that's crazy to me and people be spending like so much money and i'm like fair but 
I don't know. I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I think we should just like embrace ourselves because the thing is then like these girls, especially the ones growing up now, they're like comparing themselves to these other girls. I just think it's, it's just like not good. Mm. Not good. Yeah. But then it's like, how does the girl who is not that attractive compete with the girl who's really attractive without doing something like that? (laughs) You can't say that. I think that everyone is beautiful in their own right. Mm. And there's nothing a bit of makeup can't that can't fix. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like everyone should just be who they are, yeah. Yeah, and do you know what? I'm right. not gonna lie, yeah. So when I was growing up in secondary school, mm. it was a thing. Like everyone wanted to be skinny, right? Mm. You know, the um the thigh gap. Yeah. I really wanted a thigh gap. I wanted to have a flat chest, like I wanted to be very skinny. And then next thing you know, the Kardashians come along, everyone's gonna be curvy, you know, they and then now I'm pretty sure skinny's gonna be back in. Mm. And it's like, what, I'm going to pay to get my boobs done and my bum done. And then now I'm want to be skinny again. It's just, it's crazy. It's just trends. Like mm. you should just like find what works for you and be comfortable with it. Yeah. I think the problem is people imagine that there's one look that mm-hmm. is the one, but I don't think there ever is just one look. I think there's, there's guys who like skinny girls back then mm-hmm. and now. And yeah, then there's true. guys who like curvy girls back then yeah. and now there's, it's just different people like different things. Yeah. And, but the thing is, it's crazy though, because if you compare, like, say, like five girls that's had the same work done, they probably look the same. And, like, for me, I will find maybe the people that are like more unique looking, mm. like prettier, because it's just like, I don't know. It's just weird. I just don't like it. Mm. I don't like it. And now I'm getting compared to these girls that have so much work done. It's like, mm. fair enough. I should just get some work done as well. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's quite scary as well. The, the whole like process of it. It's like you've actually got to go under the knife and actually hope that this person that's doing this thing doesn't make a mistake. You see so many scare like stories about that though as mm. well. That they go wrong. They spent all this money. They people go. They travel. Mm. They travel to go get work done. That's yeah. so crazy to me. But a lot of people have died doing it. Oh, mm. Not death. That's yeah. crazy. So yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I think. Kanye West's mum died doing it. Are you joking? No, I think yeah, I think that's what happened to her. And um, Sorry, there's a few um, a few different people, a few different high profile uh, cases of somebody going to get some work done and they they just don't come out because what happens is they go to like these like third world countries to do it because one is cheaper mm-hmm. and two they're not as strict with regulations. Like if you come if you try and do it in like America or in England the doctor's probably going to give you a medical assessment and say whether you can do it or not. And if he wow. says you can't do it, then you can't do it unless like you go somewhere else, like some other country and get it done. And then that's when loads of these horror stories happen. You should just listen to the doctors. They know what they're talking about. God, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah, so uh, back to Bandman Kevil. You you don't think that there's any issue with... Um, I can't judge it. I think it I, my opinion is mm. plastic surgery is weird. Mm. So that's weird, but I wouldn't say it's any more weird than a girl getting it done. Mm. That's my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I agree because no. I, I still feel like even with girls, I still feel like it's it's a big thing to do, man. It's quite it's, like yeah. it's scary. I wouldn't want to do no. it. And, and do you know what I find funny? Yeah, sorry, I was huh? literally thinking about this the other day. But it's like, say some girl, she's had so much work done, she's like beautiful now. She has a kid. That kid has got the the genes that are not your plastic surgery. Like your For kid's real. not gonna look like you. <laughs> For real. 
Bro, there was some a case in I think it was China yeah. where some guy married a woman who he thought was attractive, but she had loads of plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And then when they had a kid, the kid looked like how she used to look, <laughs> and he sued her because she. Uh, <laughs> yeah, You're lying. No, that's it's actually it's actually a thing. I'll, for the audience, I'll find the case and I'll put it on the no, video. No, that is that is too mm. funny. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's mad. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I do the same. Mm. Gonna, like, come on, I want some beautiful children. <laughs> nose like jobs that. are mad though, because mm. I would. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I wouldn't want. I would never get a nose job, but like, mm. if I was gonna get one of them, probably be a nose job. But I'm just like. That would like change your face. Like mm. I wouldn't look like me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they have to like break your nose to do it, and you get like black eyes and stuff. And it's like that. It's just <laughs> a long, yeah, it just seems like a a huge thing to do, mm-hmm. especially for um like be- just for beauty, just for the male gaze. Mm. That's literally what it is. But I don't even think it's just the males that are. I think they're doing it for to compete with other women because I know. <gasps> Right. I think that you're so right. That's what I really think is because most men are not that picky. <laughs> like they they will pick they will be with a girl that's attractive, but they're not gonna say, okay, this girl that's attractive should be so much better if she had a nose job. Like she, yeah, that's just no, not what yeah. a guy would do. He would yeah. either find her attractive or he doesn't, and then he's fine with how she looks, isn't it? But yeah. then, but then when she's looking at other girls, then she's probably gonna feel like, oh, I I need to do this to like to be better than these other girls. But it's like I don't think guys actually care mm. about it. Being insecure is actually like the worst thing. Mm. Like, no, you need to get comfortable in your own skin, man. You can't be comparing yourself to people, even with the whole music thing as well. Like, you can't, you can't live your life like that. Mm. See how drained I'd be if I compared myself to every single other human being. Nah, it's difficult though. It's uh, it's hard. I get it. It's hard, and it's natural to like compare, but it shouldn't bring you down. You should just be like, yeah, Mm. she's well pretty. (laughs) So am I. Have you ever heard of the ty- the people that live in vans? So it would be like a some like a blogger or a vlogger or something who will be traveling all the way around I Europe in watch, their van or um, something like that. Like fun for Louis, like he was like a YouTuber that basically used to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? I'd love to do it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's so fun. Like, I I feel like I could never be that person that has like a normal, you know, nine to five because the days too like. They merge into one. Like every every day of the week is the same. Every day of your year is the same. So I think that's so fun. Mm. If I could do that, I would, to be fair. Mm. If I had like, oh my God, like a little van, yeah. <laughs> my mic set up. I just go to a different city every, maybe just go abroad, do little shows in my van. Mm. Yeah, I think that's sick. Yeah, it, in theory, <laughs> it, I think the reason why a lot of people have done it, yeah. And the reason why I'm even asking the question is because I've noticed people that are doing it, yeah, but. It just seems like so risky. It's like you're broadcasting your location on the internet. Mm, okay, yeah. There's like loads of creeps out there, people that will find you when you're like chilling by some truck stop somewhere. Yeah, true. It's just all long, man. Or like, I think just like maybe like you probably smell a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you need some showers here and there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems it seems quite like a scary concept. But, but I do get it though. It's like um, it's basically opting out of... Um, the normal uh lifestyle and yeah. it's like you're just you're like a nomad or whatever you're traveling i feel like i don't know i'm traveling really interests me like i love mm. different countries and shit so i feel like that sounds really fun but maybe not a van mm. like we can we can upgrade like a little bit you know <laughs> also what about security like wouldn't mm. you need somebody with you like a couple or a couple people maybe some mates? oh no i wouldn't do that alone i'd mm. need to be with someone mm. no definitely yeah because that sounds scary there was um this girl that 
I saw that was um, doing it by herself, but she's traveling in America and she's like, like going to desert through deserts and stuff and just chilling on the side of the road. And it just seems so dodgy, man. Yeah, no, that is a mm. bit dodgy. I'm not going to lie. How are you making money as well? Like, how are you doing that? I think she's just like uploading stuff. So she's getting oh, loads of views socials. on. Yeah. Uh, so I she's getting do. paid like that. But yeah. Even still, it just seems dodgy, man. It seems yeah. like like some psycho is gonna. And you probably got you got on. like everything in that van. Like you mm. can't, no one can break in that. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, for real. So, so in theory, you you would do it, but you would have to do it more like in a more safe way than. I don't think I'll be posting my socials. Like, mm. if I did it, it would just be because I want to do it. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be. Broadcast. I wouldn't be like, hey, I'm at the beach <laughs> now. Come down. Like, nah. Like, I would just. I think I would just do it for fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, cool. So and only for a month. Yeah. That would be the maximum. Not for not, life. No, nah, not for <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm not built like that. Mm. I want luxury. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. Need some sort of comfort in it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Have you ever heard of the term labor of love? No. I don't know any of these terms we're talking about. <laughs> so the kind of interpretation that I get from it is basically that you're doing something that's a chore. But because you love it, it's not a chore. Something along them lines. So maybe with you, you're a musician. Um, you there's probably a lot of hard parts about it. Mm-hmm. Like you probably got to do a lot of traveling, a lot of writing, a lot of um, I don't know, spend a lot of time by yourself working on your craft. Even uh, in the studio, got to spend like hours in there and doing all these sorts of things, networking, all of that. But I'm guessing you love it and you're passionate about it, so it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, no, so the one thing mm. with my music that feels like a chore yeah. is recording backing vocals. I hate recording backing vocals. I just like, it just annoys me. I can't explain it. Like when I do the lead, I'm like, yeah, brilliant. And then when it's like comes to harmonies and stuff, I just, some people are so good at it and I'm not as good, but mm. I can do it. But it takes me ages to get them like spot on. So that is, yeah, that is my chore. The only thing I don't enjoy, like I love the networking because I love speaking to people. I love doing socials because it's just fun. Um, I don't mind traveling to like different places. It's kind of fun mm. as well. Um, everything else I genuinely love. I love doing live music as well. That's like a vibe. Mm. Um, maybe organizing some stuff. Like if, you know, when it's just like, so for example, had a music video like not long ago. And so basically the concept of the video is we're on speed dates so mm. obviously i needed like quite a few actors and <sighs> getting these people to just all turn up and be free on the same day mm. was horrible like i wish i had someone to just be like okay hey, cool i've got your people and i just needed to turn up yeah but yeah so stuff like that like the admin of like kind of getting people in the same place even like band practices getting people free on this at the same time on that one day is hard but mm. other than that yeah yeah, so um, those those parts are not so fun. They're the hard, yeah. hard bits that I live with. I mean, they're fine. I don't mind it, but it's like, oh, it does drain me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I would have probably thought that um, the whole thing would have just been considered a labor of love, yeah. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Certain parts of it, they don't even feel like work, in it? And then other parts really Most do Most of feel it like is work. just like, it's not even mm. like, it doesn't feel like work. It's just like, this is what I want to do. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, it's just fun for me. Mm. Like, I, even if I wasn't releasing music, I'd still be writing music all the time because even back in like primary and secondary, like I was always like writing songs. I mm. just didn't know that you could like release music and like 
do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So another term that's similar to that is brutally honest. Have you ever heard that that term before? Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you, the term brutally honest? It means that you're about to be really rude, <laughs> but um, it's coming from a good place, I think. Like mm-hmm. as in, I'm going to... I don't know. You could say to someone, oh, "I'm be brutally honest with you. Your breath stinks." Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'd yeah. be like, mm. "But thank you." Mm. I guess. Yeah. So the reason why I've, I think both of those terms they kind of are similar, yeah. So the labor of love and brutally honest is because they seem to be opposites in it. So, like, if something's uh, labor, then it doesn't feel like it's something that you love. Yeah. yeah and if yeah. something's brutal then it doesn't seem like it's honesty. Do you know what I mean? Because it's Yeah. But I, I love being around mm. honest people. It's my favourite thing. Mm. Because like, say for example, so my sister, my little sister, she's like, I'll always show her my music, like always. And she'll be like, Leah, nah. Like, and I, <laughs> even though I'll be like, this is so good though. Yeah. I'll be like, later on, I'll be like, okay, fair. I hear what you're saying. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you need the outsider perspective and mm. it, someone needs to tell you it because otherwise you're going to find out you're going to release this song. Someone's going to, else is going to like think the same thing. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I welcome brutal honesty all the time. Yeah. 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 What about, uh, so another one that of those sorts of terms is white lies. Have you ever heard yeah, that term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about that term? You got to, yeah. you got to have, <laughs> do you know what? Like I'm like a very nice person and I will be telling a few white lies here and there. Do you mm. know? Cause I'm only going to be brutally honest with people that are really close to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to be that person that's just like saying something. Being mean. <laughs> it is just mean. Yeah. Like, I don't need to tell you certain things. Like, <laughs> I don't... Ugh, th- give me an example of like a like where, where I would tell a white lie. I'm trying to think. A white lie. Um, maybe you might... Someone might say, uh, do I look ugly today? Yeah. And maybe the real answer is... You don't look ugly today, but you look the same as you always do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. 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 But you might just be like, "No, you look good." Yeah. Instead of saying, "You just look Whatever. the same as yeah, you yeah, always yeah. do." Yeah. No, mm. true. Or be like, "Oh yeah, that chicken was really nice, and it it wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or thanks for the food, even yeah, though yeah. you hated it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. No, I think white lies are fine. I'm mm. not gonna lie. I just think if it's like when it comes to serious talk and like. I don't know. I was thinking about like relationships as well. Like, yeah, I need, I need you to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. If for example, you had made one of your chicken wraps for <laughs> your partner yeah, and he doesn't really like it. Would you rather he says, I don't like it or would you rather no, he just tell me, it? tell me cause I'll make it mm. better. I'll improve for mm. you. <laughs> you might get a better chicken wrap this time, mm. but um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. If it's mm. like a relationship and if it's someone that you're like close to, I think 100% you should be honest like mm. all the time. Like like my best friend, Amy, if I'm telling her some of my mad stories, cause I've got a few mad stories to tell, she'll be like, you're moving crazy. Like you mm. need to chill. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But like if I told someone else, they'd be like, oh yeah, go. Do you? <laughs> so, you know, like I think, yeah, it depends who you're asking really. Mm. But um, white lies are for acquaintances. 100, yeah. okay. 100. Or maybe like your gran, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you <laughs> want to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Can you think of anything you wasn't allowed to do as a child that once you became an adult, you, you started doing? Other than drinking. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Or yeah, I don't know. Maybe your parents were really strict with you about eating certain things. Like you wasn't allowed to eat sweets or something like that or whatever. Mm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. 
Honestly, other than drinking, I can't really think of anything. That is such a good question. Sorry, I really want to think about this. Some people say um, they were never allowed to go clubbing. And then once they became an adult, they started clubbing loads. Or they were yeah. never allowed to like stay out late. Stuff oh, like to that. To be fair, I, was a li- I wasn't rebellious, but I was a little bit. Of, I was like a little liar when I was like growing <laughs> up. I'm not going to lie. Like, Just done what you wanted. I didn't do what I wanted because my parents wouldn't allow that. Mm. But like, I mean, I would be like, yeah, I'm sleeping with my friends. <laughs> Am I? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I was always quite, I feel like when I was young, I always kind of did what I wanted, even though I wasn't meant to. So when I got to like 18, like I didn't even go clubbing because it wasn't, it didn't even interest me at that point. Mm. But kind of like now, I I, I like going out now, I'm not going to lie. But it has to be a good night. Sometimes these like clubs are so dead. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm wasting so much money to hear the same songs, Mm. to see the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of clubbing, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and they were saying that they get a sense of sadness whenever they go clubbing. Like they imagine that most people are sad that are in the club. Oh what do you think God. about that? A hundred, so basically I work at a bar. I serve the same people every Friday and Saturday night. Facts, they're going to the same place every night. And it's like how one, like you, all your money is just being spent on drink. Like I... I think it's crazy. Yeah, and they're definitely probably sad, 100%. Not sad. I think they're just distracted because, you know what? I go out. Clubbing is fun. I've had, like, it can be. But you get in, like, a cycle of just, like, just drinking, Mm. feeling shit in the morning. Let's go again. And then especially when you're at uni, it's, like, every day. Mm. Like, so I think... I don't think people are sad in the club. I just think they're just like, they're not focused because for me, now I'm like a bit older, you know, I want to save my money. I want to work, like think about like my future. Yeah, I'm, I'm going clubbing tomorrow night, but like, um, it's not like an everyday thing. Mm. So it's almost like more fun when I do go because it's like a, it's a little treat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So I don't think everyone's sad in the clubs, but the people that go like every single you know every mm. single event yeah friday saturday they're there yeah maybe mm. <laughs> yeah i think it's quite a strange dynamic in the club as well yeah because it's like typically girls are there shutting down guys and guys are there getting shut down mm. obviously some people make it like some guys make it and some <laughs> girls are willing to be chatted up or something yeah but there's a huge percentage of people who they just don't they go clubbing they try to meet people and then they don't meet people and yeah then, and it's like a regular that's what happens every time they go clubbing yeah no i hear that i feel like maybe some girls love being prestige though do you know what i mean they might rate the guy but they just kind of they get a little kick out of saying Shutting no yeah 100 100 percent. but um and then i feel like a guy likes the game anyway you mm. know why do you think some girls are like that that they like to shut the guys down because i think this generation you don't want to get labeled as like easy mm. and you can get a reputation from yourself for yourself like pretty easily anyway. So it could be to do with that. It could be because they genuinely think they're better than you and mm. they don't, they, you're not, you're not in their league. It could be because you're actually not tall enough because you know, mm. you need to be like six foot five these days <laughs> to even make it. Mm. So um, yeah, I don't actually know, but I, I think it's kind of to do with just this generation. You don't want to, you know, seem it's like the whole wifey thing. You want to be seen as like wifey material. And mm. if you're seen in the club pulling guys every weekend, probably not a great look, let's mm. be real. But it's like the guys doing it. I think the girls can do it. Mm. So what do you think? About 
why girls shut guys down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think girls shut guys down because that's their, like in the relationship dynamic, yeah, that's their their power or whatever. That's what, they have the power to do that okay. because the guys are approaching the women. Like typically yeah. women are not approaching guys, isn't it? So since one group of of humans, the women, are getting approached by um, the other group of humans, that group, the first group who's getting approached is obviously going to have to be selective. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just going to be like sleeping with like everyone, basically. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. have. To, yeah. So I think it's just it's just the dynamic of uh, human interaction. And that's just how we are as, as humans. We the men typically approach women. So yeah, definitely. I think that's the reason. Um, also, I feel like a lot of guys, um, they approach girls in the wrong way. They don't like, they don't know 100%. how to approach girls. <laughs> definitely, definitely. No. Yeah. Some guys are weird. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And, and plus I think, um, if I was a single guy and I was in a club, I wouldn't just be approaching a girl just because I think she looks nice. I would approach a girl that I think looks nice, that is looking at me, that is giving me some sort of Yeah, signal. no, I agree. Mm. I find it crazy when, like, someone, like, maybe, like, tried to move to me. I'm thinking, I, don't, I haven't even seen you all night. <laughs> like, why are you trying to buy me a drink right now? Mm. Like, yeah, I think that's strange. You should, yeah. like, definitely, like, go off signals because... Mm. But then, do you know what I don't rate? When girls give guys sig- signals and then they shut them down. Yeah. Because I see that happening quite a lot. And I'm like, you kind of wanted it, like, chill. Mm. But um, I was going to say something and I cannot remember. But yeah, no, crazy, crazy. Yeah, so those are little things like that. But yeah, it's a it's a strange place, club, and I haven't I haven't been for a long time. Um, I You're think, not missing out. You're yeah. definitely not missing I've, out. I've been like to a few um, like bar slash restaurants, but it's always an occasion mm. since I since I became like um, I don't know like past like twenty five. I started um, kind of just only going for occasions. It makes it so much more fun though, mm. like because. Did you know it's my birthday tomorrow, actually? Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. No, that's why I'm like, everyone, we need to go out. You mm. know what I mean? And yeah. then it's like, we're going to have like such a good time. Mm. But I don't do it all the time anymore. Yeah, definitely. It's overrated. 100% overrated. Yeah. But then it's like you get that FOMO. Mm. It depends who you're around. Because since I've moved back home, I don't get FOMO no more. Because I'm like, I'm not there. It's not that bad. Mm. But when I was at uni and maybe like... I stayed in and then everyone the next day is like, oh, last night was fucking sick, whatever, you know, <laughs> oh, did you yeah. see that? But then next time you go out and then they're talking about it, but it's not like, did it happen like that? Yeah, it was funny, but it's like, you didn't miss out, mm. kind of basically. But I think getting over FOMO is like, that's like a big thing yeah. like for me. Once I got over that, I was like, okay, cool, I'm fine now. Mm. <laughs> but then it's like, I'd so much prefer to just like chill on my ones, write some music get a good night's sleep, wake up early and feel <laughs> fresh in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like an old lady these days. Yeah, yeah. good night's sleep is, yeah. is a winner. Honestly. <laughs> is it okay to be selfish? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like a strong believer in being selfish. I think if you are not selfish and if you don't do what you want to do in your heart and in your intuition and in your instinct, you, you're going to be unhappy. So for example, say like I get in a relationship I'm not doing what I want to do, say, because I feel like I'm being stopped. I'm going to be, I'm going to hold resentment and it's it's going to be peak for both of us. So if right. I'm selfish and if I want to do what I want to do, mm. I'm going to do that. Do, I think, no, 100% everyone should be selfish, especially in your younger years. Mm. So when do you think is the age to stop being selfish? No, I think you should always be, 
Oh God, that's a good question. I don't think there's an age. I think there's just like, you will know. So for example, mm. I don't like, maybe one day I want kids, but like right now I know that I could never have kids because I'm too selfish, which is the main reason because I'm, I wake up, I think about myself. I do what I want to do. I'm trying to push this music. I've got, a, I want to be busy. I can't be making time for people that don't respect that basically. And I think- People need to understand that everyone, you know, you've got one life. You mm. you need to use your time wisely. And I think I don't want to waste my time. I just want to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is make music. Mm. Yeah, basically. So you said something really interesting. So you said you don't know if you want to have kids. Okay, I think one day I will know. So mm. I, you know, people are like, oh yeah, well, when I'm 27, I want to get married. And then when I'm 30, then maybe we'll have kids. As much as that's like sounds really nice, mm. I feel like there's so much like stuff that goes into having a kid. Like you need to have a strong, stable relationship. I'm trying to be together with my partner for the rest of my life. Mm. And we need to have kids and stay strong to, as a team. So that is one thing. Financially stable. These children are expensive. I need money. I don't have money. Um, the whole selfish thing. I, you know, you're going to have to have a switch. I'm going to have to put someone else before me. A I child. can't even yeah mm. I can't think that 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 like I'm not in that headspace but I feel like one day when I've like basically I've kind of told myself that once I like achieve my goals as in like career and stuff like that then I'll be like okay maybe we can settle down but I don't want to be that parent that is like chasing you know fame and not there and just like you know do my thing mm. when there's like a kid at home and I should be raising it basically mm. yeah i'm very career driven mm. i want to be successful i don't really care about the fame side of it but mm. if i can make more money and i feel like i'm basically like you know it sounds really cringe but like following what like i feel like i'm here to do a hundred percent because i wouldn't want to say settle down and be like oh like have regret i don't want to have like live with regret i feel like i'll just be like moody all the time and like mm. really horrible person to be around so or you know you see those oh yeah i, I serve so, so many weird customers yeah but you see those like old men and oh, i remember when i was your age <laughs> and i wanted to do that and they're just here drinking every day mm. like i think for me like career 100 percent. so first option definitely mm. like without a doubt i want to be able to you know do you ever i remember when i was at uni yeah and I say like I handed in an assignment and I did all right but I'd have like a thing where I'd be like I could have worked so much harder and I could have got like such a better grade but I didn't mm. and that was just me to blame and I, I feel like it's the same I want to work as hard as I can and see that basically reach my potential that's mm. what I want to do mm. and I feel like that first option is that yeah yeah because then kids I don't mind like I'd love to just find like a guy that is just you know my guy and then whatever if we want to have kids we, like we'll come to that when we get to it but yeah. right now it's all music it's all career <laughs> hypothetically let's say you've done the um the, the career path uh -huh. and now you're double successful and you but you've you've never had children would you be willing to maybe adopt or something at that an uh, older age maybe I don't know. Or just live your life. I might just live my life. I'm yeah. not going to lie because I don't really want to be an old parent as well. Mm, it's just yeah. like, it's a bit of a sticky one because like my parents are quite young. They have me at uh, 25. Okay. So like, it's nice, you know, they're, they're not 
elderly mm. <laughs> you know some people have parents so they're like really old mm. but um so it's that that's nice i think but i think nah mm. i might just live my life mm. i feel like i could be happy my friends can have kids and i'll look after them do you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. i hear you have you ever heard of the idea that everything is predetermined no not so, gonna lie so basically yeah uh, there's uh i don't know how you describe it, maybe a school of thought um a line of thinking where um, people imagine that everything has been predetermined. So everything. like destiny. Yeah, but it's already like already yeah. set in stone. Like nothing you can do will change what's going to happen. Like you was, it was already going to happen. Okay. I think if I say didn't go to uni, I wouldn't be where I am now. Mm. And if I didn't say break up with my first partner, I definitely wouldn't be where I was now. So I think, but then maybe that was meant to be. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I believe in destiny, to be fair, mm. a little bit, like a little bit. That it's already scheduled in. Kinda, yeah. kinda. Because it's like, in my brain, I'm like, well, I'm gonna, but then if I don't work hard, then I'm not gonna get there. But then I want to work hard, so. Oh, it's so sticky. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like it's one of these difficult uh, things, yeah. It's kind of like hard to prove it or disprove it mm. because anything that happens, someone could just say, well, that was gonna happen anyway. Yeah, It's like, so they could, it's, it's like um, they can always, in hindsight, say, oh, it was meant to be. I think it's probably best for us to believe that we're accountable for our own lives. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think if I just think, oh, destiny is going to take me, like, I'll be fine. Like, <laughs> mm. I'm just going to make it just chilling in my bed. Like, mm. no. But yeah, that's so weird because I, this sounds so crazy, yeah. But so I was with, like with my first boyfriend mm. after we broke up or whatever. That's when I really got into music because it gave me inspiration. Like, so I used to always write music, but it was really horrible songs, like just so bad. Like they were, had no emotion behind. And then once like we broke up, I was like writing some fire music. I'm not going to lie. This was in college. Mm. And then that's when I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. But I feel like if I didn't have that mm. and maybe if I was still with him now. Yeah. I wouldn't be here. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. and then like even going to uni, that really changed my perspective on things. Cause I was around different people and I was uh, away from home and like, it made me who I am. If I didn't go to uni, I'd be like a completely different person. Mm. So I think, but then like Loki, I kind of believe in destiny. Like I want to believe in it. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it's good. It's a good little, you know, thing to hold on to. Cause mm. then it's like, you know, you've got this basically mm. you're, you're meant to be here. But then, like, I don't want to be like that person that's like, say I didn't make it, and then it's like, oh, it wasn't meant to be. Like, mm. I think that's so like lazy yeah. in a way. Like, it's just like you. I feel like anyone can do it. You just need to mm. get your head down. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it. I think it takes a lot of like determination. Like, you got to be determined. You got to mm. be um, like I don't know, driven. You got to work hard. Consistency as well, because mm. I think it's just like, yeah, it's so easy to you know, like online and socials and stuff. And like, we were talking about comparing stuff, like to think, oh, that person, they didn't deserve it. They didn't work as hard as me. But mm. like, you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, like a hundred percent. So I think, yeah, work, hard work always pays off. I just mm. think it always does. And you can't compare your journey to anyone else's either because, you know, some people blow and then they have like a decrease. Other people is like a slow rise. Like everyone's different. You don't know what song's going to be a hit. Yeah, yeah. for real. 
And even like with your podcast and stuff, like I see your reels all the time. Mm. It's like the consistency, like, and the you're clever because you're bringing up controversial topics, mm. and that's what makes people want to listen. Because you know, yeah, strange. It's like the ones that are like a bit like triggering, they get way more attention 100%. than the ones that are just like I don't know, just a good point or whatever. Yeah, no, definitely mm. because it's like. um for example, you know, like Central C, mm. and it's like, my bitch is gay. <laughs> like, um, yeah. that is controversial, and mm. that's why everyone loves it. It's mm. just like, he knows what he's doing with marketing on my For days. Real. <laughs> For, real. Yeah. For real. It's so. all marketing, though. Honestly, I think, like, it's all marketing. Mm. That's what you need to get around, because you can have, like, a good song, and you can have, like, a sick song, but if the good song has got good marketing behind, you're right. You're on to a winner. Mm. But if you got like a sick song, like you can't just post a song on like Spotify and not promote it. No mm. one's going to listen to it. You no. need like your flat fan base and so, mm. stuff. So yeah. They won't know it exists in it. Because exactly. it's just too much it stuff just, out there. And the thing is, oh, I saw some stat, I can't remember it, but like the amount of songs that get uploaded by artists on Spotify a day is crazy. Mm. Like I can't remember the number, so I'm going to guess. But yeah, like there's, and do you know what? Sorry, this is quite random. But I went to this like net, a few networking events recently, like some in London. There was one in Reading as well. And then like being in the same room as so many other people that want to be in the same place as you, mm. it drives you. But it's like, oh my god! Like I'm not the only one in this. Mm. Like it's crazy. It's crazy because it's so easy. You know, you're in, you're in your room. You're posting on socials, and you're like. You think you're on to a winner and then when you're like in person you see everyone else and you're like fuck like you know it's not small but then it's nice because i feel like after lockdown with the whole rise of tiktok and stuff mm. everything got like the music industry really changed and i really like it it became like way more like welcoming for independent artists mm. and there's like i think there's a lot more room for like more niche stuff and if you find your audience you're fine so mm. Yeah, it's weird, but I feel like if you just find your audience, you're you're fine. Mm. So you mentioned you was on all the social media networks. Um, what one do you prefer? What Ooh, network platform? Okay, okay, this is a good question. My favorites are definitely Insta, TikTok, hundred percent. Mm. But why is that? I don't know. I feel like so. I like Instagram because I feel like with the posts, it's more like. They're like milestones. Like I can look through my Instagram, but oh my God, I remember that. Mm. That makes sense. It's like kind of like more a professional insight of me. And then my stories are more like um, just me being me really, just mm. being a weirdo. Um, so that's nice. I like I like being able to bring out my personality because it's so easy. Before, like when I first started posting, I was a bit like, you know, I'd sing and that was it. Mm. But there's like so much more to me than just like being able to sing. So um, yeah, I enjoy stories. Stories are like my favorite mm. thing, I'm not gonna lie. And then um, TikTok. I basically, yeah, when TikTok first came around, everyone was like, you need TikTok if you want to make it music. I was like, TikTok's so shit. I re she wrote like this song about how like, oh, it was like a freestyle. I can't remember the bars, but I was like saying like, you're so bored, you're gonna make a TikTok or some shit. I, it, that sounds so bad, but whatever um and then i eventually got tiktok mm. now i literally post like three times a day <laughs> i love it um yeah. because i feel like it's so much more like i could just film a tiktok right now and it's like post easy get engagement fairly easily because mm. the algorithm is amazing but um at the moment i prefer tiktok i'm not gonna lie it's so much more like feels rewarding mm. because it's like you can post anytime, you get engagement anytime. I can post three times a day and not get like shadow banned or whatever. Mm. With Instagram, I don't know what the 
how their algorithm is doing, but it's not in my favor. <laughs> Just because it's like, I went from like posting like once or twice a week. And then if I, I've been trying to like basically post more, but where you, they kind of look at like consistency. Mm you get penalized for it because then you're posting too much. So you need to basically make sure you're consistent. So if you're posting every day, you need to make sure you continually post every day. So um, yeah, TikTok's my favorite. I feel like it brings out my personality and it's just vibes. And Mm. I love the For You page. Yeah, (laughs) I'm always on TikTok. Mm. Yeah. What about you? I like TikTok as well. I think my favorite is YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, but I do. um, I'm getting, I think I get the most views on TikTok. Yeah, no, TikTok, um, their For You page mm. is just, they they know what they're doing mm. yeah 100 yeah i just um i don't know i don't know why but for some reason tiktok seems to have more uh organic reach or growth or whatever it is Definitely. Um, it just um like even if you haven't got that many followers or whatever like if you do Same. a good bit of content i yeah. i don't have very many followers on tiktok i'm not gonna lie i really want to get to a thousand so follow me um mm. <laughs> but um what is your tiktok so people it's can... just leah Talkstore. Okay. yeah cool t-o-l-k-s-d-o-r-f by the way um but yeah um i don't have very many followers but then like the engagement on the posts i think for me they're Mm. good i mean compared to like these people going viral not as good Mm. but like for me i'm like happy with the engagement i'm getting Mm. and i've been trying to post like three times a day but it's not like draining i feel like with instagram it's like i'm waiting to post and i'm waiting for people to comment it's a bit like scary Mm. but like um with TikTok, I'm like, I post it. And then like later on, I look, I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know. It just feels more casual. And then I don't even have to like look good. I can just be like, you know, using my my song that I'm trying to, um, basically I've got an unreleased song. So I've been using that sound to get like more people to kind of. Is it the. Um, secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that song. It's really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm. So do I. It's actually such a good song. Mm. No. Um, Is it not out, out yet? No, it's not out. Okay. I've been trying to basically promote it. You know, like. Pink Panther Rest and stuff. They um, the sound went viral, and then they posted it because everyone was begging for it. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I wrote that song about this guy. Yeah, that um, he, I don't know. He was like, um, he liked me. I liked him, but it was weird because his friend would message me and be like, "Oh my god, I, um, he like." It was like feeling like primary school basically, but I wasn't looking for anything serious. So the song is kind of more about just like kind of just wanting to like have something physical with them but like i don't know what he was on to be honest he was very confusing so that's what the song's about but mm. kind of rated it i like the song <laughs> yeah it's a good song i like the concept yeah because my my um new basically like all the stuff i've got out now yeah they're all like um beats mm. mainly but um my new project that i'm working on is like all like live instruments and stuff mm. so i i don't know i feel so much I've, i love all the unreleased music i've got like i'm so excited to release it mm. yeah very much and that's <laughs> the stuff that's coming early next year yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. should well, be good yeah i'm looking forward to hearing it and i'm sure the audience will be <laughs> checking it out as well if the world went to shit and you was uh let's say there was a bomb that went off or something and there's no more electricity uh-huh. uh no more government like there's crazy people roaming the streets trying to steal stuff. What three items would you keep with you to survive? It's the end of the world, basically. Okay, I would either need like a keyboard or a guitar, one or the other. Mm. Probably a guitar, to be fair, because if we don't have electricity, it'd be easier. Um, so a guitar. I do I have food, food and water. Like you can probably get some food and water. Okay, that's that's, that's not the three items. Yeah. Um. 
Ooh. Do I need like weapons and stuff? Or are we you good? might need weapons <laughs> or you might just have a guy with you. That yeah. is your weapon. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm going to leave all the weapons. This is stuff that I actually want. Mm. So, okay, I've got a guitar. I've got coffee. <laughs> okay. I need coffee every day. If mm. I don't have a coffee every day, I'm going to be... I can't fight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I need... What do I use every day? can't even really use a phone. It's kind of pointless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't even take a phone. Um, a pen and paper. Defo. Mm. So I can write like a diary and I can be sane. Because mm. if I don't... Like maybe have like notes. Yeah, yeah, defo. Yeah. Write some music. Yeah. Oh my mm. God. I have my pen and paper, my guitar, <laughs> drink my coffee. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I don't care if the world's ending. <laughs> mm. yeah. I think that's a good uh, selection of items. <laughs> Quite random mm. to be fair. Mm. Yeah. People have said stuff like a uh, baseball bat. Yeah, no, uh, literally. <laughs> I'll be there just like yeah. in a basement somewhere. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would your strategy be? Would you try and uh, link up with all your friends or your family or would you try and stay by yourself? Oh, I need people. Mm. I need people, 100%. Um, yeah, link up with my family. Do you know what I'd love to do, though? Like, kind of like, you know, be a leader. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get everyone together, like, okay, this is a strategy. This is what we're <laughs> going to do. You sleep over there. You be on watch at this time. <laughs> I'll be like the next president. Mm. <laughs> at what point does someone earn the right to not give a fuck? Hmm. I don't think anyone earns a right to not give a fuck. Never. Never. So even if you're 80 years old, you've been through a couple world wars and you've done everything you could possibly do for your friends and family, but now you just don't care what people think anymore and you're just going to do what you want to do. Okay. I think you can not give a fuck. That's fine. But like, it's not a right. I just think it depends how you're not giving a fuck. Mm. Does that make sense? There's some people that don't give a fuck and they're just like... For example, there'll be someone that comes into work, right? They'll be moody as shit. They bring everyone else down. And I'm like, I know you don't want to be here, <laughs> but like, you're like, what's going on? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think if you don't give a fuck, do it away from me, please. Because <laughs> I don't want the bad energy. Yeah. Um, and I, But then it's like, you know, when some people get like self-destructive as well. And it's like, it's so horrible to witness. Mm. So I don't think anyone should not give a fuck. But then, like, I, I don't give a fuck about certain people. Mm. But then it's like, I'm not... I just don't bother to message them anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's such a sticky, like, interesting concept. So what about if you've become super successful, you've got a billion pound in the bank here, where it's like, you never have to work ever again if you... You don't have to do anything ever again. You have enough money to live yeah. a dream, yeah? Can you not give a fuck at that point? I just don't know why you wouldn't. Just you know because I mean? you just don't care what people think anymore. You just want to do what you want to do. Like, If you... it's not affecting anyone, yeah. Mm. I think you can do that. But don't be affecting everyone else. Mm. Because I just think it's so horrible. Like I, I hate it when even like if like customers like that, I pe people I serve, they're just so like rude. I'm like, mm. I'm literally a person. Like, don't be rude to me. Like, mm. I've done nothing to you. I know you hate your life. <laughs> Like I, that's the stuff like that. I don't like. I just like. I think everyone should be kind. Everyone should just be like, like it literally costs you nothing to be nice. And I sometimes yeah, I'll be in a really bad mood, and I might not be the like overly friendly, but I'll still be kind. Mm. So I think, 
I don't think anyone earns the right to not give a fuck. I think you should, everyone should give a fuck. And I genuinely think everyone does give a fuck because there's people that say they don't care. They're in jobs that they don't like and they, they, they don't care. I don't believe them. I think that everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants to like have a good life. And I think you're lying to yourself. Mm. So that's just my opinion. I think everyone does care. How can you not? But what if you are successful and do have a good life? Like you just don't care what anyone I thinks about you. I genuinely think, so you see people like, so I don't know if you know like Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. No. Anyway, she's the lead singer. Mm. Um, Like she's still like releasing music here and there. I don't know if like now, but she's old. I don't, I feel like you always want more. Everyone's always chasing more. So I don't think you'll ever, you might be content one day, but I think you can always be like, I've got this massive fan base. Look how much I can do. And especially with like rising and like coming from the bottom, once you've got that like fame and success and power, you just want more. Mm. So I don't think it would make you not give a fuck. If that, unless people started hating on you and you got cancelled and stuff like that, then I'll be like, fuck it <laughs> so yeah i don't know mm. yeah because i think that's probably what like where the idea of this question comes from it's like the whole cancel culture thing oh no it's like there must be it. a certain there, there must be a certain point where people don't care if they get cancelled surely yeah but the thing is like it's like that thing where um no publicity is bad publicity do you know what i mean people want to be controversial mm. people want to you know be in the headlines and stuff so i don't know if i agree with that so much though like i want to be known for like good things i don't want to be known for mm. whatever so say for example some bad thing happened but because of it happening and going viral now everyone's checking out your music and your music career is like propelled into a different level that's As, that would yeah, still that's be like fine. good out i wouldn't of mind situation. that it depends mm. what's happened and it depends if people are like actually fans of my music because mm. you know there'll be people that would just be like maybe make fun of it or like share it because they're trying to make fun of something mm. do you know what i mean it depends like where the what their intention is with like the music mm. yeah did you ever hear about that girl um lady leisha or lusha yeah 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 uh, she got arrested the other day did you hear is about it? that no 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 i didn't hear about yeah I, I don't really know what happened but i saw a, a video of her being put in handcuffs and then put into a van and um, apparently she had a fight with a, some girl or something oh, like that. Shit. But I reckon that probably made people check out her music yeah, more. Yeah, probably. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I think if you're not doing anything too crazy, too controversial, people are going to forget eventually. Mm. Like, I'm trying to think about some. I mean, Doja Cat, she's always been a bit controversial, but people yeah. love it. Mm. I love Doja Cat. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, depends. If you cheat on your partner, are you a snake? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Why are you cheating? Why am I cheating? I'll just go to, if <laughs> genuinely, yeah, I ne will never understand people that cheat because unless you're in like an open relationship and that's like the deal, fine. But um, if I had like thoughts like that, I'd just be like, sorry, it's not working anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What do you, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think so as well. Um, And I think also to cheat on your partner yeah it's like it's the reason why i'd say it's, it is kind of like you're a snake yeah because your partner you're probably closer to your partner than to anybody else so 100%. if you can betray your partner 
then you, you probably yeah you betray your friends you yeah, betray anyone no you can't be i just i, I just don't get it like mm. what are you chasing like fair enough if you want to have fun just like let me know and i can yeah. leave yeah just don't say you want to be in a relationship yeah, yeah literally yeah. it's not by force mm. um no i don't like cheating i think it's weird in mm. my opinion and yeah. but like it's weird though because do you think like we should be monogamous because you know in this like you know generation's crazy mm. yeah me personally i think monogamy is best for society but I, it's 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 a difficult one, isn't it? People should do what they want. If if people are in relationships where it's like open or if it's um, polygamous or whatever it is, by all means, do whatever works for you. But I think as a whole, in like generally, um, I think it's probably better for society and for communities. Personally, I feel like no one wants to be divorced, right? Like mm. it's just like it's not really like I wouldn't wake up and be like, yeah, I really want to have like five fucking husbands, but um. I think everyone should, no one should feel like they have to stay in a relationship if it's not serving them. Mm. Because if I think about like previous relationships, right? If I was married to that person, I still would have to end it because otherwise I wouldn't be happy anymore. Mm. So I think, I think I understand why people maybe feel like ashamed about divorce and stuff because I probably would. Mm. But I don't think it should stop anyone from being in a situation where they're unhappy. Do you think that it's better that divorce is uh, um, an easy option, like that you can easily get a divorce if you want? Or do you think it's better that marriage is just not so easily, you just don't get into a marriage? Like, I if, think people shouldn't be getting married so quick. I think yeah. just, just chill. You can be together for like 10 years and then if you want to get married, fair enough. Honestly, the only reason I would get married is because... I would want like my children to have like the same name, like the last name, because it would be like more of a unit. But you like, could change your name without being married. Yeah, true. But I like my surname. <laughs> <laughs> they can change theirs. Mm. Um, but um, I don't know. I feel like if you you're married and you've got kids, it's like you know, it's like the happy ever after, or whatever. Mm. Like I think that's nice. But I don't. I probably wouldn't go out of my way to like get married mm. because. Yeah, I don't really see myself getting married. But then, like, the idea of a wedding is really cute because you have, like, a whole day just to celebrate you, you guys being in love, basically. Mm. So that's quite nice. So, I don't know. It's kind of a weird one. Yeah, I just think the idea of marriage is kind of the problem. So, because people imagine that marriage is basically just declaring your love and um, just having a, a party, like, a good day. Like, yeah, literally. Because people see it as those two things, it's like, once that once you don't love the person anymore once it's not fun anymore then you just get rid of it because it's like mm. those two things no longer apply and it? it's like yeah you've had the day already you, yeah. you don't you don't like you don't care about it anymore and you don't really even love this person anymore so you don't want to be in a relationship but i think that's not what people should view marriage as before getting married because then it's like there it's kind of like a destined to fail sort of thing i think if you're gonna marry then you should probably view it as a lifelong commitment that is very serious even if you didn't have the day even if it was nothing to do with yeah even if you fell out of love you would still have to because when you're getting married you you say vows in it and one of the things you say is until death do us part in it mm -hmm. so it's like it's really you're making a, a pledge like a death pledge in it it's like making a um an oath or a yeah, of some sort of like bond. an agreement yeah some yeah. But it's like a crazy bond it's like yeah. a, a blood oath mm -hmm. it's like on it, it says death in the in the oath that you're making it's like the only way to get out of it is for someone to die yeah 
So that's a serious commitment. So I feel like people should view it as a serious commitment before doing it. And then maybe with that in mind, decide whether it's worth doing or not. Yeah, I don't think it's something you should go into lightly. Mm. And it should be like, you need to kind of talk about every outcome, like what are you sharing? Who does what? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. I just think, yeah. and I would have to be with that person for a long time to be mm. able to get married to them. hundred. Yeah. yeah. It's complicated. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think I want it now. Mm. Now you've, did you just said about that oath? I'm like, nah. Yeah, it's very I'm serious. I'm okay, you know, we can mm. get engaged for like forever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very serious. And uh, I think that's, that if people saw it that seriously, then there wouldn't be so many divorces, but because people don't see it that seriously, yeah. it's like they just do it and then get divorced. But if you're going to get divorced, you might as well have not got married really. I know what you mean. Mm. But then it's like, I don't think we should hold any like shame around that. Around there's, divorcing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. At but all. I think the shame shouldn't be around divorcing. The shame should be around getting, getting married. married. Yeah. You should have just then not it's got like married hard, then. Though, because you see these people. So, for example, my parents got married at 23. Mm. That's so young. That's my age right now. Like, Are they still married? Yeah, they're still married. Okay. But it's like, um, imagine if like, I don't know, that's just so young. Like I could never, but that was what you did. You mm. got married, you've met your first partner and you got married. Like everyone in my family got married pretty young. They're all still together. Mm. Like pretty much most of them anyway. Um, and it's like, it's just what you do, I guess. Yeah, but to me, that doesn't seem strange. Like that just seems like why not? Why? Like the, the thing that's strange is that nowadays everyone wants to just try everything. Okay, like everyone okay, wants okay. to just I hear where you're coming mm. from now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So we shouldn't rush into it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, and it's like, what's wrong with just picking somebody and then just doing working them. on your life instead? Like yeah. work on all the other stuffs. So you could be very focused on your career. And not even really worry about dating or anything like that because you're already married because you've already got a. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you haven't got a situation yet, then it's like you're focusing on your career, but at the same time you're randomly meeting people, you're randomly hooking up, mm. and then it's like over ages. Uh, this happened in for like loads of years. You just get a bit uh, desensitized, isn't it? It's like you're no longer. It's like you're not the same. You've, you've been through so much already, isn't it? Do you know what I think? Mm. I think that you shouldn't be allowed to get in a relationship under six, under 18. Why? Because I just feel like you need to, there's so many people that rely on like other people. Like I've been in relationships where I'm very dependent. Like naturally I'm a very independent person. But when I put, when I'm in a relationship, like I'm, th I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about, oh my God, they're, they're out right now. Then they'll come home. So I need to make dinner for them for 6 p.m. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it's just like, it's crazy. And I was like, I think I wrote the first relationship when I was like 17. I can't think, but it was like serious. We were together for like almost four years, right? Mm. But it's just like, I feel like it made me not find myself in mm. a way because I was just like thinking about this guy so I think it's just, I don't know. I just think relationships are weird. And we really, I know it's human nature to like want the opposite sex or like same sex if that's what you're into. But um, I, oh, I don't like it. I feel like when I'm in relationships, I'm really like, I give too much and then it drains me and then I get out of it. And then I'm like, I'm free. And then the cycle happens again. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's just a me problem. Maybe I should just probably get therapy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it's, it's interesting. So 
if somebody was to date after the age of 18, you think that wouldn't be an issue? Those things you mentioned? I feel like you you have more of an idea of maybe what you want in a partner because I feel like for me, I'm not even going to lie, everyone I've been with, I've only really been with them because they showed an interest in me and then I'm like, oh yeah, I like them now. But it's never been like, but then maybe that's just being a girl. Mm. It's so annoying because I feel like these guys, they get first pick, they, they see the girl, they go approach the girl, they get the girl that they want. I've been approached... Yeah, I don't mind you. Yeah, we'll end up together. But it's like, you probably wouldn't have been my first choice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So would you rather approach a guy that you like? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the future. Maybe, that, like, for me, I'm not even, like, a looks person. Like, I need to catch a vibe. Mm. Like, I can't just, like... I would never go in a club and be like, hey, what are you saying? Like, but maybe if, like, I was, like seeing a few people and then I really liked like one of them maybe I would have to make the first move if that's what I really wanted so when you say seeing how can you be seeing them if and you then you make the first move because the, okay, first move okay, made? the f- first move has already been made but I could maybe make it I could push official. them along oh. I would make I would never make it official ever that is their job but I mean like I would um I would make it known that I'm very much for that person mm. and then they can oh you're so right because then i need to make the first move of the guy that i actually like like oh god <laughs> this generation is so long i'm not gonna lie <laughs> mm. well if for example there's a guy that you like yeah uh-huh and he likes you yeah but he never makes a move on you yeah yeah but then there's a guy that you're not really you like you don't like as much as the other guy but he's actually made a move on you yeah isn't the guy who made the move better anyway? Just because he's got the guts to actually make a, make a move? 100% because mm. you know what? Confidence is so attractive. Mm. Like you need to be confident. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I think that it's, it's not a good look when a guy is scared to go for what he wants. Oh, God, it's like no. if you like a girl... <laughs> Why not go talk yeah, to her? Yeah, why not? Yeah. You, and the thing is, what's the worst? You're going to get rejected. Yeah. And if you don't say anything too mad, you're not going to get a bad response. Mm. Like, Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of like um, a man thing to be able to take rejection. So like if you can't take rejection, are yeah. you even a guy? Like, are you even a man? Because <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's like yeah. every guy yeah, that has been single trying to get a girlfriend or whatever, or has been like, they're dating or whatever, they've, felt loads of rejection because yeah, they're approaching because they have to approach the women isn't it and it's gonna it's not like every woman you approach is gonna be like yeah whatever like probably like 90 percent of them are gonna say they've got a boyfriend or something yeah, along yeah, those yeah, lines just to shut you down instant so it's like do you, you have what, to be able to do, do i find sorry mm. so cringe guys that like on instagram and then they like message like so many girls mm. like replying to their stories or like really cringe things like can't even think of anything right now but i've i've seen some very cringe things in my dms mm. <laughs> but it's like um oh, i just never understand that mm. but like i kind of rate the confidence but for me it needs to be in person mm. you can't be approaching me online like that like i don't know yeah, i agree yeah i think it's like um it's not really approaching a girl if you're doing it online yeah no definitely it kind of mm. comes across creepy it's like yeah. what you don't even know me mm. yeah and it's like it's it's a like a passive way of approaching girls so one of the things that some guys do that i find weird yeah is um they'll approach a girl and instead of asking for the number they'll say 
Oh, have you got Instagram or have you got a Snapchat that I can follow? Mm. And then it's just like, so you just want to be like a fan to this person. Yeah. You just want to be like a observer. You don't actually want to like be cool with them. You don't want to actually get to know them because if you wanted to actually know them, get the number yeah, in get it the number. And, and then you get the snap later yeah, yeah literally that's so true though Ev- no one ever asked my number mm. no one it's always snap yeah but i think that that's so her. like that's such a passive way that's like that's a, a modern thing where guys don't want to feel the rejection they know that women would give you the snap or the instagram even if they don't like well, do you. you know what happens it say mm. you give the snap and then they don't even message you and it's like did you just want the contacts yeah <laughs> like, makes well, no they, sense. they ain't got the gut like the, that's what i'm saying they ain't got the guts to actually ask for the number yeah. in the first place so it's not surprising that once they get the snap they don't know what to do with it yeah it's like they're they're not confident anyway but i think the problem is that like so uh, so for example a lot of a lot of women and a lot of people in general they want to get followers isn't it yeah they, of they, so <laughs> if someone asks you for your instagram it's like yeah all right, awesome got another follower yeah, someone definitely. who's gonna like my stuff whatever so they're banking on the girl wanting an extra follower but they're trying to act like they've moved to this girl but they haven't actually no, moved it's like a moved. cop out yeah, yeah it's such a cop out yeah and i think it's yeah i think it's weak so any guys that are listening yeah always <laughs> ask for the number just don't even like yeah, all of yeah. this snap and all of that is it's just too passive you need to be direct and go yeah. for what you want grab it later yeah for real can someone who is broke give advice about money depends why you're broke if they're broke because they've never done anything are you broke because you don't have a job maybe they have a job but they don't have like it's not a great job and they're they're not great with money anyway so they're living check to check sort of thing if you okay if you've got a job Mm. and you're paying for your bills you're paying for like maybe some other stuff you know direct debits and stuff Mm. and then you got like enough money like and you save some money every month you can give advice but if you literally you you live pay by pay as in oh i've got 50 pound left to last me for the month let me go buy a game (laughs) not making sense do you know what i mean you Mm. can't give advice but i think people that maybe you're aware that you need more money and you're you're like you're living in your means because these people yeah they'll go buy like the fancy flat and they have no money Mm. like it it does do you know what i mean You, you you know how much money you'll get in each month buy the place that's a bit cheaper and then you can live a bit more lavishly Mm. have more savings and then you can get a better place later on like it's not that deep yeah i've known people who have done that it's so strange it's like um they'll get a certain amount of money and they'll spend all of that on their accommodation and then they've got nothing else it's crazy yeah no 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 we can't be doing that like i'm Mm. I'm broke out here it's fine (laughs) like we're all broke we're struggling Mm. there's actually a crisis (laughs) like there's no money So, yeah, so you reckon they can give advice, but only if they're managing their own affairs well? Yeah, definitely. If you've got some savings, even if it's, like, not that much, but you're, even if you say saving at £5 a week, you can give me some advice. But, no, if you're not doing that, mm. yeah. Mm. I hear you. Okay, this is one that I always ask men, yeah. I don't know if it's even going to make sense asking you, but I'm going to ask you anyway, just okay. to see what you, how you respond <laughs> to it. I'm interested. So, I ask guys... Would they go down in looks to go up in cooperation? So basically what that what that means is, say there's a girl who's like a 10 out of 10, uh-huh. but she's really annoying and is not on board with anything they want to do, Doesn't okay. is not like on a uh, partnership or not like trying to work with them with anything. Yeah. And then there's another girl who's maybe 7 out of 10, but 
she's on board with what they're trying to do. Like she's like a team player and they're working together. Every single guy I've asked this year has always said that um, he would take the girl who's not as attractive, but she's like on his team basically. Yeah. Rather than the one who's really attractive, but isn't like, I don't know. She's um, really annoying and, yeah, She's, no, fuck that. Yeah, so um, so the equivalent for you would be: Would you be with a guy who? I don't know. Let's say you got one guy who's really successful, yeah. Okay. And um, but he's not. He's just like I don't know. He's not really. He's not being good to you, isn't it? Yeah. But he's really successful and he's really desirable. Like loads of women want to be with him. Maybe he's like a celebrity or something. Okay. But he hasn't. He barely gives you any time of day or whatever. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. and he's treating you like you like not the way you want to be treated and um there's another guy who is just an average joe but he really really cares about you and really like wants to be with you and he's trying to like take you very seriously what's better it's like a no-brainer obviously the second option but some but so when i say average joe i mean he's literally just an average person he's not got anything special about him other than the fact that he really likes you that's what, what did you just sit at home and play games all day? <laughs> he's got like a standard job. Okay. He's got like a standard job. Um yeah. I don't know, maybe he's uh what's a what's a standard job? Uh like a nine to five. Yeah, nine to five works yeah, in an yeah. office or something okay, like yeah. that. No, that's fine. No, yeah, definitely the second option. Like for me, mm. I never really go off looks like too much. Like it's like fifty fifty. Mm. Like, yeah, I've got to be attracted to you, obviously. But I mean a hundred percent. Like I need to click with you personality wise. We need to be going in similar directions mm. because you know just makes sense oh yeah definitely the second option i would never even you know like people i don't get it if that guy's like a 10 10 for me i don't want a guy that like every girl's after mm. like i want i want just him to be mine and we good do you mm. know what i mean like i yeah. don't want to go out and then everyone's staring at my man i'm like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> he's mine <laughs> yeah yeah mm. yeah he it's like guys are um probably a bit different because they like the way their girl looks says a lot about them like if they've got an attractive girlfriend then they feel better than better about it's themselves. so crazy it's like a trophy yeah but not in like a creepy way no yeah, no no i hear what a, you were saying and the thing is do you know what it's so mad like i remember <laughs> like so some of my friends yeah they're like introduce me to their partner and then like, i was thinking really like do you know what i mean like they'll introduce me to some interesting looking men mm. and i'm like you can do so much better but like you know if mm. he's nice n- normally they're not that's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey should you always respect your elders yes always always okay if they like for me my people my family 100 percent, 100 percent. i don't know about other people's families and stuff where are your uh, family from so my parents are South African. Okay. But then their parents are like German and Greek and okay. like Jewish and everywhere really. We've got, mm. we got an interesting mix, I'm not going to lie. But um, no, I respect my elders 100, 100%. Mm. Yeah. So they've always taught you to respect your elders that your family's oh, It's not like a, I feel like it's a given. It's not like they'll be like, respect me. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, you just do. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like they're older, they've been here longer. They kind of know what they're talking mm. about. And maybe even if their views are a bit outdated, we'll forgive them mm. because they're older than us. So let's say there's like a old man on the street and he's drunk or something and he's trying to talk to you. Do you speak to him respectfully because he's older than you? I, yeah, 
I will treat someone with respect until they disrespect me to be fair like even if like um I get some people at work and they're just like they're rude to me I'm not gonna be that nice because you haven't respected me mm. but like generally I would treat like not even just I would just like everyone I think should be re- treated like with respect 100% so is that general just across the board regardless of age regardless of age but to be fair I will always be a little bit more friendly to the older people mm. just because they're just sweet mm. <laughs> I hear you. so um I've asked a few people this question and some people are like strongly against it like they imagine that you if you're respectable then i'll respect you like it doesn't matter what your age is so even if you're a little kid if you're respect if you're a respectable little kid then you can get respect and if you're an adult and you're not respectable then you're not getting no respect that's that's how some people view it other people view it like yeah you should definitely respect your elders because like you said um they've got a lot more experience Uh they've been here for longer and they're from a different time so you can you can allow them to have uh even dated opinions on things because yeah, it's yeah. like they're coming from a different time and they lived in a different world so um i don't know how i feel about it i know that similar to what you said when if somebody disrespects you then it, like yeah, no. it's all out the window like so similar to that i if if somebody shows me some sort of disrespect or they're rude to me or something then i'm probably gonna give them the same yeah, energy the, but, yeah you gotta reciprocate the energy mm. but i do think I'll probably show more respect to, like, in my family anyway, mm. I'll probably show more respect to my grandparents than maybe my uncles mm. because, just because they are older. So I kind of agree with what you were saying, Defo. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is it a bad thing to be a trophy wife? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. What does it mean? What, I just feel like it, it's giving, like, I'm a stay-at-home, like, wife... I don't have a job because my man makes all the money and I just sit around and look pretty. And for me, nah. But what if you don't just sit around and look pretty? Well, I cook and clean as well, yeah. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> might, you might cook and clean, but you also are like a, a huge component in the man's success. Like he would not be what he is no. without the support you give him Fair. behind the scenes. It's not for me. No. I, I know some people that would thrive doing that. But for mm. me, like I said, I'm very selfish. I don't want to. Yeah. Like I don't want to be living in someone else's life. Like I, I, I'm happily would be with someone that's more successful than me. That's not a problem at all. But if I'm at a place where I feel like I'm not reaching my potential and I'm just like kind of living in someone else's light. Oh my God. No, like mm. no. And I don't want, and that would just make me feel weird. Like, you know, these people like those stay-at-home wives yeah they have to like i don't know i like, look pretty all the time like i would just i just want to lounge around sometimes i don't want to have to like make sure that your breakfast is here on time and like mm. make sure you have your coffee so you're not late for work and i in your shirt mm. like that's never been me and never will be me mm. like you know i hear you um when when i've had this like uh asked this question before the the kind of breakdown that i got to yeah was that like, what does the words actually mean? Like, what what is a trophy? And typically a trophy is something you get when you win, isn't it? Mm. That's like a victory. You've won, so you've got... So it's a sign of success. Yeah. So when I think of someone who has a trophy wife, yeah, it makes me think they're somebody who... Their wife or their partner is an indication of their success. Like, they, the way you see them, 
and you know that they got their self together, you know they're doing something right because the person that's with them. Because of the way that they like their partner looks, their partner looks um I don't know, very attractive, uh, very like um like well put together or them sort of things. And it makes the guy look better. Especially when the guy's not that attractive. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Actually. If the guy's like um slightly overweight, he's like um losing his hair, he's not the most attractive guy. And then his girlfriend is really attractive. It makes you think he's doing something right. Yeah. He's like maybe he's got a really great personality, or maybe he just maybe, got a lot of money. Let's maybe be he's honest. got loads of money. Yeah, that's <laughs> a possibility. But also, they could both be like from the same sort of um, economic class. Yeah. But he's just that guy, isn't it? He's like there's something. He's really confident. He's really like everyone really likes him. There's some people who are like that. They're not necessarily the richest people, but loads oh, yeah, of people true. like them anyone yeah. who is around them just likes them that's such a good trait to have being likable i'm not gonna lie um so by that definition i could be a trophy wife if i'm doing my thing of and course. i'm just like because i feel like i would be someone should be proud to be with me right mm. <laughs> if like i'm here i'm working every day i'm bringing money home mm. and but i would want them to do the same I, d I could never be that person as well because so basically I'm rambling but I would never expect someone to go to work bring in money and me spend it if I'm not doing the same so like I like I would never go to work and then come home and be like I pay for everything because that's not a thing like it should be like a team like I, I want to be with, with someone that like wants to work hard as well because that's but there's different types of teams so I, I do understand what you're saying but why? What's wrong with a um one a, a team where one person goes and makes the money, and the other person does a lot of like the managing of the household and managing of even the money, like decides where it's gonna go or whatever, like what mm -hmm. like does the shopping, whatever it is. Um, what's what's wrong with that? Okay, nothing's wrong with it. Mm. For me, it's baffling because I like. It's just not you. It's just not me. Mm. Like I could never. Like I'm that person that's like busy twenty four seven. Like I like being like, like my days need to be packed because I get bored otherwise, and I need to just like I just like being around people. I'm kind of extroverted like that, mm. but um, and I kind of want someone else that's busy. Like you know when it's just like you're with someone, yeah, and they're never doing anything, so they've always got time for you. Mm. So I'll feel bad for like just being busy. So mm. I need someone that's kind of on a similar wavelength to me, but um. Fair. Do you know what? Fair. If I could be that person that chills all the time, just looks pretty and makes a couple of dinners here and there, mm. winning really. Yeah, I think that that is a possibility in that scenario. But there is also the possibility that, let's say the guy is, um, I don't know, he's um, very like regular guy, uh, straight laced guy. Let's say he's a lawyer or something. Mm -hmm. um, he So he goes to work, comes back, brings home a good amount of money and Maybe his partner is very creative and maybe she's a singer, something like that. Yeah. And but maybe, <laughs> but maybe she's maybe she's not like making any money from it at yeah. this point. And maybe at some point in the future she will. But he doesn't care whether she does or not. He just wants her to enjoy what she wants to do in life. Yeah, He wants her to be passionate about something. So she does spend a lot of time writing and uh, she's got her own studio, whatever it is. She spends a lot of time doing her passion, but sh she doesn't have to worry about money. And he's okay with that, and she's okay with that. It's they just facilitate each other doing what they want to do. The same as him, he wants to go out and like conquer the um, 
the law industry, whatever it is, okay. the lawyer stuff. He wants to conquer all of that stuff. And she facilitates that by being his piece. Like he goes to work and he's having all these intense, uh, I don't know, debates with um, different attorneys, whatever it is, yeah, prosecutors, whatever. And he comes home and he just wants to be like loved by somebody and just give him some sort of peace or whatever. It's like, she, she's not like, uh, she's not just sitting there making yeah, him food yeah, all okay, the time. Fair, she's fair, obviously fair. really into whatever she's yeah. doing, but they are a, a team and they just do different things. So interesting because I, don't get me wrong, I'd love that, yeah. Mm. But for me, I feel like it would make me lazy because it's like, there's something about, so right now in my life, obviously I'm trying to do the music. Mm. I need money to live because everyone needs fucking money, right? Yeah. And then it's like, it's like this drive of like, I'm at a job which I don't really like. I need to make money. But then I also like want to do the music thing. Also really trying to get into marketing as well. And it's like, I like the hustle. I like it. I like, so for me, if there was like a guy that was like, just chill, like make your music, just release it whenever you want. I feel like I would just chill. And I, would, I wouldn't like make it because I would just, I would just be there. Like there wouldn't be like that drive to be like, do you know what? Mm. This is like, we need it's to go now. Yeah, mm. like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. fair though. I don't think I would like that deal, mm. basically. But what if the guy said, do what you want to do? Like, if you want to really drive it, really push it, awesome. Like, I'll support you. And he'd fund you as well, imagine. He, he's, like, he's funding, like, the family. So it's not, okay. it's not that he's, like, paying for um, all studio of your time. studio <laughs> stuff, whatever, but he's paying... He's give you have money. You like okay. you you his money is your money and okay. it? it's like it's a team, it's all mm-hmm. it's one team, isn't it? So if you do spend money on, on studio or whatever, you're spending money on studio, but it is from the family money. Okay. So all it's right. okay. Um fair. Do you know what I won't I won't mind it. I won't mind it. But it just like I don't know, the way you explain it, just it's giving like I feel like it's like a creepy old man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine, like, any guy my age that I vibe with would be mm. up for that, basically. Yeah, I don't think... It probably wouldn't be a guy your age. Yeah. So, and maybe... I don't like, I don't think it'd be a creepy old guy, but it'd probably be someone who's a bit older than you. Yeah. So it'd be someone who's maybe... So you're 24, maybe someone who's 30 or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. Mm. I know loads of girls, they love, like, dating older and all this stuff. Mm. For me, like... Age is like a big thing and you need to be like the same age as me. Mm. Like one year each way. That's probably because of the stage that you're at in life maybe, now. Maybe, maybe. Because when you're like, let's say 35. Scary. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there will be some guys who would who want to date a 35 year old. But typically those 35 year old guys, it's, it's like it's a strange, it's a strange dynamic between like men and women dating. Because women tend to tend to be able to like they can be with guys who are like their age or older. Yeah. And men can be with girls who are their age or younger. Yeah, defo. And it's like uh, it's yeah, it's just a difficult one, isn't it? So it's like, yeah. yeah. So if for let's say for example, you're fifty. Mm-hmm. Like unless you're already with a guy yeah, that you've been with for ages, yeah, then a 50-year-old guy, it's rare that a 50-year-old guy is going to move to a 50-year-old woman, isn't it? Because why would he not just move to a 40-year-old woman? Okay, Or, or yeah. a 30-year-old Yeah, no, woman? I know what you're saying. Mm. I know what you're saying, yeah. Weird. 
weird. It's a strange dynamic. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. But if you say you hate this generation, but if you go back to the previous generations, that was just a normal thing. Like yeah, younger true. women would yeah. date older guys. Definitely. Um, your parents are both the same age, though, aren't they? Or um, there's one year between them, so mm. my dad's one year older than my mum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think probably maybe that's, that's probably why. why. Yeah, you, definitely. You see it that way. Um, yeah, my parents were about seven years different. <gasps> that's quite big. Yeah, but my grandparents were even more. I think something like I feel like my grandparents are a bit older. Something like, like that. Yeah, there's a different. bigger gap as well. Mm. I don't know though. But my grandparents have been together for over 50 years. They've been married for over 50 years. That's like mine. Mm. That's so crazy. Yeah. Fair play. So obviously the age gap didn't play. Yeah, is yeah, it, no problem yeah. for them. It's it's a complicated one. Um, but the reason why I think it tends to work with older guys and younger women is because I think women mature a bit earlier than men guys yeah okay i would have to agree with that defo so i feel like, way mm. more mature than like a guys lot. Your age. yeah mm. definitely definitely yeah and i think it's a biological reason like a biological necessity so um women kind of have to mature earlier because they've got the certain window of time to if they do want to have kids obviously they don't have to have kids yeah but if they do want to they've got a certain window of time Defo. and men their window is just a lot longer so they just don't grow up until they have to. Yeah. Like people don't really ha- like grow up until you have to. And um, so typically when a woman's like 20, 22, 23 or whatever, she's typically in the same mental like maturity than a guy like who's like 30. Yeah. Because fair. he's just now thinking, okay, I'm an adult now. I better, <laughs> I better start getting myself together. Whereas she's probably already started getting herself together. Yeah. Because... Because even I remember at like mm. secondary when all the girls are like, you know, going through puberty like kind of early and then mm. there's these boys that are like <laughs> this tall and they're just like running around and it's like, you can't even compare. Mm. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, the girls definitely mature older. I, yeah. I completely agree. Let's say for argument's sake, a 20-year-old woman and a 20-year-old man, that man is probably nowhere near what yeah. a man is. Like, he's just, he's just still... Boy. Pr- yeah, he's playing computer games all day long, probably. <laughs> um, he's just messing about. He's, like, yeah. not serious at all. And that's not an insult to any 20-year-old guys who are listening, but it is where it is. Like, you, you're messing about, man. Like, I was messing about at them ages as well. It's like, we're, you're not, it's not that serious because you know you've got plenty of time. Whereas a 20-year-old woman, she's already starting to get she's herself together. She's already what yeah. her wedding day is going to look like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so what her first child's going to be called as well. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So a guy who's a bit older, who's already like he's started to mature as well, then he's their good match because now he's in a position where he can actually look after her. She, he can actually do the job that she needs the guy yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. Whereas the twenty-year-old guy, he's not he's not qualified to do a job because he has no. no experience or no. You know what I mean? He's just so I yeah. I just think it's one of those ones. Why that's why the age gap dating thing I think happens. Um, I think it's more common than. It, or it used to be a lot more common than it is now. Yeah, it's very common. Mm. Very common. I've got some friends that are, there's some mad age gaps. Mm. But fair play to them if they're happy. Yeah, she's never been happier. Actually, it's crazy. <laughs> how how big is the age gap with something with mad? I'm not gonna mm. lie. Yeah, like more than ten years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it can be done. Like um, I've heard of people being like twenty years apart, but it's yeah, it's just um, it's just a strange yeah. balance. You just got to try and make it work. However. Uh, and people are different in it some people are like 
they they're like old souls in it like they get yeah, along with older yeah, people yeah literally see i'm i feel like i'm a young soul mm. i am but yeah is a person's partner a reflection of them <sighs> yeah it is it is a hundred percent because if say your partner is out and he's not being respectful and he's moving crazy people are gonna be like she's at home do you know what i i think it is and it's it's like even say i'm a reflection of my parents like you're re- you're representing more people than you think like yeah so no 100 percent. i want my man to be moving correctly when he's out mm. <laughs> like nah yeah mm. people are judgmental as well for real so in a scenario where a girl has been in like uh, several bad relationships where i don't know every guy that she gets with ends up cheating or something uh-huh. or she or ends up getting caught cheating on her um would you say that it says something about her why it keeps on happening to her no i think she's it says something about the fact that she's choosing the wrong guys 100 percent. but like you can't help being cheated on like men are men they cheat unfortunately quite a lot not of the all time men. not all men <laughs> not all men i know women cheat as well but like it's so common that it's just crazy you know like some of it oh, he cheated on me it's not even like mad anymore it's just like that's so sad are you okay you know what i mean like mm. it's so normalized i hate it but um yeah i think she's choosing the wrong guys and she should probably like read the signs a little bit more mm. but um what can you do like maybe it's a case of there's guys that wouldn't cheat on her but she doesn't like those guys exactly so it's so true it is that like, is a reflection of her then, isn't it? if she likes people who cheat on her yeah, but I've been cheated on before and I don't I genuinely don't think I could have done anything to control that. Like mm. that was completely out of my reach. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so I but yeah. is it something like that is reoccurring? Is it like or is it just no, this one just time? And then maybe it's a case of that particular guy, there was something about him. Like let's say you like somebody who's like they're very like charismatic and they're very like um I don't know, like um, quite flirty. Quite flirty, yeah. all of that sort of yeah. stuff. And then it's like, okay, you like that about them, but that can also have a negative That's side a to thing. it. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, I feel like it's always a, hmm, I don't know. I think it, yeah, your partner is reflecting you in their out or anywhere really, what they do online, even like what they do for a job, like 100%, I think all of it does. Yeah. For real. For real, yeah, I think so too. Um, do you believe in soulmates? yeah i do i actually do because i i feel like i don't think you have like one soulmate but i think everyone you know when you just meet someone and you like it's like we met before you know what i mean like you just click and it's just like nice like i feel like my best friend amy oh my god she she's my soulmate like i've known her since like year seven we've probably had like three arguments out of the whole time Mm. and not even that deep of arguments yeah but um i think yeah she's my soulmate like she just knows me Mm. like and it's like yeah you have soulmates 100 percent. and then with partners as well if you just like it's just like when you click you know you just like click with them and you're like okay cool Mm. you're mine now (laughs) so would you say that a person has a certain amount of soulmates or is it that there's a certain type of person that is their soulmate so as long as you bump into oh, someone who fits that narrative such that a good question mm. um no i don't think you have a certain type of person that is your soulmate i think you have multiple soulmates i don't know how many i'd say like at least like 20 though quite quite a few but um 
because I'm trying to think of like all my soulmates and if they like correlate but I don't think they do like generally to be fair they're always like quieter than me because they they let me do all the talking Mm. and then um but or they're always really honest I really attract honest people which hurts my soul but it's good it's good for me in the long run (laughs) no but um I think everyone yeah you have like 20 soulmates and then I don't think I don't think you have like one soulmate like there's so many people humans on this planet how Mm. can I just have one like I don't think that's a thing Mm. but yeah do you believe in like um, star signs and stuff? Oh yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. Yes. Yeah, because that <laughs> would you say that someone who has that star sign is is a soulmate? Is that no, no, not really. I mean, like, so I'm a Sagittarius, so that means I'm like quite spontaneous and outgoing and a little bit impulsive, but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like you're a Capricorn, so I'm not going out with you, even though we're like not compatible at all. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um. I love I love reading into shit like that. Even though like everyone's like it's bullshit. It doesn't even do you believe in it? No, of course you don't. Guys <laughs> <laughs> do. Yeah, no, I don't, I've I've never believed in it. But I'm quite. Um, I don't know what the word would be. Where it's like I only really believe what I can see with my eyes. Yeah, like a realist in mm. a way. Yeah, mm. no fair. I hear it, but it's just like fun. Even like crystals and stuff. Like I love anything to do with stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I had someone on the show who brought some crystals and. She was doing some, um, have you heard of tarot? Yeah, I do tarot readings. Oh, Oh, it's so much fun. Oh my God. What do you think of them? Okay, basically my opinion on tarot cards. Um, So do you know what it is? Yeah, we've done it on the show. Oh, no way. That's so cool. I need to watch that. Mm. But um, so, you know, you have your cards, right? Mm. And then they have like meaning behind them. I don't think that they are you know specifically just for you but the way you interpret them I think says a lot about what you're thinking about and what you need to maybe change or alter in your life so it's like a good way to kind of like trigger change and basically self-improvement because so basically me and my flat yeah we would like um we'd have like tarot nights it was so fun and then we'd be there and we'd like relate all these cards to like so say I'd like it would be um you need to leave this person behind and not go back because you're on to better, whatever. Mm. And then I would be like, yeah, this is because of this person. And then I'd literally like, we'd all be like proper relating about, but it could be because of that. But mm. it was like, it was so therapeutic actually. But yeah, no, I love tarot cards. Mm. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that, and um, when she came on and done that, she brought crystals as well. Oh, no way. Mm. She did it properly. Yeah. You need the sage as well. Mm. Oh, she didn't have sage. <laughs> no fair, no fair. <laughs> she had... Um, like a crystal on the table, some candles, and oh my god, that's that so cool. I need to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I um buy into it too much, but it was just fun to do, and yeah, no fair. Mm. What did they say? Uh, she said something along the lines of um, I don't know. It's kind of like a star sign sort of thing, where it's like, oh, you're you're very driven and these sorts of things. And, okay. Um, but I think it would apply to anybody, isn't it? Yeah, I hear what you're saying, definitely, mm. definitely. But whatever yeah. helps you. Yeah, it was fun though. It was just <laughs> yeah. something, fun, something fun to do. And for the people who do, um, like, who it does resonate with or who it, who do um, feel some sort of connection to these, like, the spiritual stuff, mm. um, it was just some content for them. Like, yeah, to, to enjoy. <laughs> what age is too old to get beatings from your parents? Did you 15. get beatings when you was, when you were younger? Not really. I'm mm. not gonna lie. No, mm. um, I say like 15. Mm. 
So you think it is okay to beat your kid, even though you didn't get it? It depends how hard. Do you know what I mean? Maybe a little slap on the bum never hurt no one. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not saying mm. whip out a belt. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you reckon 15's like after too that old, is too old? Too old. Yeah. So 14 then like cut off. What do you think? Uh, I personally don't think I would hit my kids. So Yeah, probably. I should probably be saying that as well. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like everyone's entitled to raise their kids how they want you because mm. it's their kids. I don't think like the government should be telling you how to raise your kid because yeah. what do they know and what why what makes them the moral compass like they're not necessarily yeah. the most genuine people so um yeah i don't think they should be telling us what to do with our kids but personally i don't think i would beat my kid yeah. because i think it's it's kind of like a betrayal or something it's like they trust you and you've physically harmed them like yeah. the world is gonna do things to them like you don't need to doing the things to them as a parent i think it also like teaches like bad i don't know you know like you're meant to be able to control emotion right mm. if you're getting beaten where like your parent is really angry at you and then they do it out of anger i think that's so wrong like mm. but if say you know it would have to be really serious because if they didn't do the homework on time i wouldn't like slap them do you know what i mean mm. but if they like stole something Mm, yeah true that they yeah. stole out your purse or something oh <laughs> but then i don't think if i got hit yeah i don't think that would make me feel a type of way mm. like i wouldn't it would just make me cry but it wouldn't be like i shouldn't have done that it make me hate my parents mm. but like i remember when i got into trouble over stealing and then i was so terrified of my parents but they were very calm with me but they were very like we're disappointed and all this stuff and I got grounded or whatever they were very stern with me but like more disappointed than anything disappointed and do you know what I never did it again mm. and that's good parenting I think yeah mm. yeah so they didn't they didn't be beat you for it no they didn't so yeah I think that's I was probably older the though, best to be fair. but yeah that's probably the best way of dealing with things because it's like yeah I kids, wouldn't hit my kids either actually mm. I think I think kids <laughs> already like kind of look up to their parents and they kind of they don't want to disappoint them like inherently oh, e even so, now mm. there's i feel like there's they didn't pressure me yeah but i feel pressure like mm. i feel it because i'm like it's fine when i was still in uni and i was like vibing i was just like you know what they're like what are you doing with your life mm. my uni it's fine mm. but now i'm like not i'm just like i feel like i need to you know something good needs to happen now mm. like <laughs> because it's just like you don't want to disappoint you don't want to mm. be that that child i'm the i'm the oldest as well so it's like mm. you know yeah, no, I hear you. I think, yeah, it's very, like, parents are very influential in their child's life. And that's why I think there's much better ways to kind of, um, like, curve bad behavior or, like, try and guide them in the right way than turning physical. If you turn physical, then I feel like it creates a distance between you and them. Like, they feel like you're, like, I don't know, like, you're, like, an enemy to them now. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But do you think... That you know, there's some kids, yeah, that they're just evil. They're mm. just rude and they're mean. Like, can you control that? Or is that just? Do you know what? I'm, like, do you kind of hear? Yeah, from? there's yeah. definitely some evil kids, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, some um, some troubled kids. But I think a lot, a lot of the troubled kids are troubled because of bad parenting. Okay. So um, things have happened to them. Why now they're like maybe 
their parent is really aggressive with them so mm-hmm. now they're really aggressive with okay. other people yeah 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 and um something along them lines or there's like problems like with like neglect or something or some sort of like substance abuses or yeah. stuff like that where it's like it just makes the kid be super unruly but so sad man Do you know yeah. like there should be i don't know so many kids get raised the wrong way mm. like it's so, like i'm so grateful for my upbringing mm. like literally yeah would you date a guy that was shorter than you no <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation mm. the thing is yeah i'm not that one of those girls you don't have to be six foot you gotta be taller than me though 100 mm. percent. how tall are you i don't know like five 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 six mm. okay so is there a minimum height or is it just as long as they're taller than you it's all good as long as they're taller than me. Like, obviously, the thing is, I don't really go for... I, I've I've been with a lot of short kings. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I don't go for someone that's... I don't like it when they're, like, massively above me because it feels, like, wrong. I don't know. Like, I need... <laughs> but then it's nice mm. when there's a bit of height because then you feel smaller and you feel protected and all of that stuff. Mm. So, I've, I don't think I've ever, like, like, actually been with someone that's, like, six foot or over. Like, mm. they've always been shorter than that. Mm. But um, what's my minimum? I don't like five ten, five eleven is nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because I've asked this question quite a few times to men. I've asked them would they date a girl taller than them? Of course not. And most of them say no, but some of them actually say yeah. And it's strange. Yeah? It's like it's normally either a short guy would say yeah because all girls yeah. are taller <laughs> than him basically, or some some really tall guys would say yeah. But I don't know why, yeah, but they don't mind. They it's to them it's just like if it's a, like yeah. if the girl's pretty, the girl's pretty, like regardless of how tall. But yeah, me personally, I prefer a girl shorter than me. I can't I don't I don't want to be with someone who's the same height or taller, yeah. <laughs> no. So. Um no neither. I I need like yeah, like I said, you need to be a bit protected. Mm. And it's also like I feel like I need someone bigger than me as well. Yeah. Mm. It's like that kind of like uh you know, someone yeah. that's gonna look after you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. I think that's probably most most girls would yeah, feel the defo. same way. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But I know some girls are like, I wouldn't date under six foot. Yeah, like they're that. crazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> For real. What was your worst date? Oh, do you know? What? I haven't been on that many dates. I'm not gonna lie. Um, my worst date. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna say this, but um. I don't know if I should, but I'm going to say it anyway. Basically, yeah, I actually did a TikTok and it went viral and it actually got taken down because of this. But I went to Nando's mm. with this guy. And first of all, I had to pay for my own meal. That's fine. I can pay for my own meal. I'm a big woman. I got my own money. But he didn't get a drink for himself. So I got a drink for myself and he tried to share my drink. It's outrageous. <laughs> Is that not outrageous? <laughs> that is very outrageous. I was like, are you joking? And there was like a vi- I took a video of him and he's like trying to take the fucking drink from mm. me. <laughs> i was like what and then it got taken down because everyone was mean in the comments what was they saying saying some mad stuff like first some people some girls are like yeah you should have slashed that drink in his face and then some other people were like if you're pretty it would have been different like they were being so mean and then it got taken down for harassment apparently and I was so like, who was harassing who in the comments everyone was just basically harassing bullying. you yeah mm. and each other in the comments yeah oh. it's getting a bit mad <laughs> so that's a mad story. yeah that was probably mm. the worst one <laughs> yeah yeah no nah, he's that's that's outrageous um, just get your own drink bro or yeah. like just don't drink mine <laughs> yeah or just don't ask a go out on a date yeah if you haven't got the money to pay yeah, for the date it's, it's just a normal I, the thing is it's weird like 
oh, I don't know how I feel about paying on dates. Like, I don't mind. Like, I, I mean, I would never pay for them, though. I'll pay for myself, but I would never pay for both of us. Most guys are in agreement that if they ask a girl out, they, they'll pay for it. Yeah. Most guys. But you do get the occasional guy who says, well, we got to go halves. It's 2022 and equality and all this. And it's just like... I feel like you get your money back later on, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we'll go for a meal. You pay. Mm. I'll buy you a drink later. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, well, I just don't even think guys should look at it like that anyway. Like, you shouldn't be looking at trying to get your money back. You should be mm-hmm. looking at, okay, do you want to go out for a date? If you do, then dates cost this amount of money. Yeah. Like, or just don't go out on a date. Yeah, or just like, go Nando's. It's cheap. Do you know yeah. <laughs> or don't date. Like, if you, mm. if you, if if you're not in a place where, as a man, yeah, if you're not in a place where you can take a girl out on a date, just don't do it. Yeah, you've got yeah. plenty <laughs> of time. You don't have to date today. You can date in two years' time when you've got yourself together. Yeah, no, it's I like, agree. I, I just, agree. I feel like guys are just a lot of guys that haven't got themselves together are just in too much of a rush. It's like they 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 want to seem like. They're that guy or whatever they can but it's like just get yourself together just spend yeah, a couple years on, on getting yourself together that's what i'm doing right now anyway <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a problem and there are girls that you don't necessarily need to take out on this mad date like they're just they like you you like them you just hang out like you we're happy to... with honestly the bare minimum mm. like i'm not gonna lie all you need to do is pay it's fine yeah but you don't need to like i'm not saying let's go to the shard you know <laughs> what i mean yeah. <laughs> like... For real. how do you feel about a cashless society we're basically cashless these days. I'm not going to lie. We're close. Yeah. Like, even when I'm at work and I get given, like, coins, I'm just like, this is, it's just long. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, yeah. Mm. I think, makes sense. Would you prefer if we were completely cashless? Yeah. Why? Easier. Even though it's terrible. Because even, I never thought I'd be that person that pays on my phone. Because before I was I, contactless, fine. I had no issue with that. But when it got to Apple Pay, mm. and then it's a fact that my card's at home, but I can still pay for stuff. I was like, th- "This is crazy," mm. but like it, it just makes sense. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like I don't like. It's definitely more convenient. Yeah. No, you, I'm not losing twenty quid on the floor or any like cash falling out my pocket. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more convenient, but. The idea of it is quite scary to me because what if they just shut off your money? What yeah, if it's just like some numbers on a screen at yeah. this point, yeah. And then it's like you have nothing you can actually trade. Like you have no, like the money, yeah, having it in paper form, yeah, it means that even if your accounts got frozen, you still have this paper yeah. form thing that you can go and pay your bills, whatever it what is. What about like drugs? That would like be clocked quick time actually. Yeah, if you're paying with your card. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it just, it will make everything, like, be like crypto or something. You'd have to get everything dodgy with crypto. But even that, I don't really trust crypto Mm. as much. Like, I still feel like that could get locked off as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think it will ever... I I was going to say, I don't think it'll ever be fully, like, um, cashless. But then Mm. I I feel like you never know these days. I'm not going to lie. It might be. I think anyone who's worried about it, they should probably start buying some gold and then use the gold as currency like, yeah if it because they can't they can't make gold um they can't stop gold from being tradable mm. uh, yeah so i think when it i think if it does ever become cashless i think things will have to get like purchased with gold or something that would have That's to be how the they only did way. it in the olden days mm. though be like i'll give you my cow if you give me some like goat's milk or some shit you know yeah, what just I mean? trading trading yeah. things for things yeah you can do that um 
Yeah, it's just what if like if the problem with that is what if the things that you have are not what the f- person who has the things you want wants. So let's say you've got loads of cows. Yeah. This other guy has got loads of chickens. You want a chicken, but he doesn't want a cow. Okay. You've now got to give him something that he he, he wants. Want. So yeah. that's why there's a middle thing, which is money. So it's like he can Ooh. use money on whatever he wants. So interesting. But yeah, so if they if we did just trade things, yeah, it would work to a certain extent, but it would have to be some sort of medium. That's why I think gold and it would be the only because gold is recognized everywhere. Yeah, true. I don't like that. I don't think we should go cashless. Yeah. <laughs> like basically. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's quite a scary thing because yeah, they could easily crash everything. Um like when um when the housing market crashed, that affected everybody. Mm-hmm. Something like that. If if we was cash all cashless and that happened, I think a lot of people will be stuck without yeah. any money. No, no, no. So yeah, that's one that I've asked a few people. If you could go back ten years what advice would you give yourself? How old would I be? I'm 20, be 14, like 20, 13. Mm. What, what would you tell your 13 oh year old self? Oh my God, okay, okay. This is actually quite a good one. Um, I would tell my 13 year old self that you are the main character. Stop hiding. Mm. <laughs> because basically I used to always, when I was doing music and stuff, basically was... I was a keyboard player for ages and I that was my instrument because I was too scared to sing but I wanted to sing and um then when I started like going on gigs and stuff I'd always like do backing vocals and do keys because Mm. I was too scared but I feel like maybe if I started like being like more confident more confident from young Mm. then it would have been better um I would tell my what else would I tell myself I would say don't put so much of your time and money and energy into men (laughs) because they drain you and you're better than that Mm. or so don't so wow so many but like don't settle I feel like now yeah I realize like I've just been like settling like loads just not even just like relationships because I have been for relationships but more like Say when I'm doing music and like maybe I'm not like completely happy with like the song. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But it's like I need to be like, you know, my standards are high now, and I need to just like make sure my standards, yeah, are high from young instead of like mm. learning. That, yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably some younger people. Do you know watching. what I want to do? Mm. Yeah. So Go basically, says so my birthday tomorrow, but I'm gonna like basically write like a letter to like myself in a year. And it's going to be like, what's going on? You know what I mean? I'm so excited. It's going to be a very reflective thing. Mm. Yeah. That are was you the gonna, start of it. Are you going to post it? No. Just completely That's just private. for me. That's yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. There was, um, do you know someone called Mr. Beast? No. Uh, he's like one of the biggest YouTubers. Um, oh, is it? The name yeah. rings a bell to be fair, but I don't know. Yeah, he's he's like a giant, giant channel. And basically he, he does stuff like you all say, all right, whoever stays, um, whoever stays on in this circle for the longest time gets a million pound or something like that. And it'll be like, there'll be like, uh, like a hundred people and over like the course of like a week, they'll, they'll start like leaving the circle oh and then there'll God. be like one person left, whoever can like stay there the longest. That's crazy. And um, he'll give them the money. But then his video will get so much views, it will get like millions and millions of views. So yeah. it pays for itself. Yeah. 
But any either way, that's that the kind of content that he does. Um, but he done a um, he done he he documented or posted this thing when he was quite young, saying, "In this amount of years, I'm gonna have this amount of following, this amount, blah blah, blah all yeah. of this sort of stuff." And like he well surpassed it. But the point is, he documented it and he said he was gonna do it, and then the world saw him That's do it like um this is so interesting because it links to the destiny thing we're talking mm. about but jim carrey you know the actor yeah. he basically like manifested his first paycheck so he had no money and he was like he kept like saying this mantra and he was like i'm gonna make this much money my first paycheck's gonna be this and it was like a mad number the paycheck was literally the same amount and mm. he got and it's it's crazy but yeah like that's hard work though. That's hard work. Cause the thing is, once you say it, you got to do it now. Who are yeah. you disappointing? Cause it's, I don't want to disappoint myself. I don't want to be mm. embarrassed, an embarrassment. But yeah, for me, it's more like personal things. Like mm. as much as the numbers like mean a lot, it's more just like in my personal life, like where I want to be, mm. like just feeling more like in touch with myself mm. and just, yeah, being true to myself really. I hear you. I think the scary thing about posting it is that now it's like because if you if you if you're the only person who ever sees it only you know if you've done it or not mm. you can just as easily say oh yeah i hit my target yeah. and nobody will know what your target really yeah, was true. or whatever but if you post it then it's like everyone knows now and it's like if you don't make it like it's yeah but i think that it's still like i still feel like it's worth doing so one of the things I said, yeah, early on, yeah, when I first started the show, yeah, was that one day I'm going to have two Lamborghinis, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> That's I said that, yeah, and um, we're going we're gonna to see what happens, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, fair. But, but the point is, yeah, if if it doesn't happen, then it's there to see that it didn't happen. Yeah. But if it does happen, then it's just like double bragging rights, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 fair, fair. No, do you know what? I'm a strong believer in like speaking it into existence mm. and like manifesting because if you don't, you don't ask you don't get like you just don't so i think you should yeah keep saying that shit because it mm. will come and if you work hard enough you'll get it anyway mm. you know what i mean yeah and i think it's it's good to make clear goals like clear targets things that you're actually aiming for because 100. if you're vague about it then it's like you don't know whether you're doing right or you're doing wrong. like it's like the things you're doing may or may not align with what you said you were going to yeah. do but if you have a very specific number then you know if you're you're nowhere near the mark. You know if you've got to be working double mm-hmm. hard. You know if you've got to do something completely different than what you're doing because you're not getting to that that level that you wanted to. So yeah, it's um, it's it is it's a lot. It's um, it's like a heavy weight, a heavy burden to put on yourself to say, okay, I'm gonna have this amount or whatever. Like you might say, I'm gonna have uh, a million followers or something like that. That's a heavy burden to put on yourself because it's not an easy thing to do. It's, yeah. It takes some doing. But I think sometimes heavy burdens um, bring the best out of people. It's like that whole um, pressure creating diamonds thing. I was literally thinking that. Mm. 100%. 100%. Everyone works better under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't mind uh, saying what, what I want to do, but I do understand why some people wouldn't want to post it because it's yeah just total, like, be totally yeah. personal. but for me because it's like my birthday it's, mo- it's not even like it's not even really music related it's more just like life mm. yeah yeah so. it's personal development yeah yeah, yeah mm. definitely <laughs> i hear you what was your proudest moment oh honestly random yeah but like there's a few 
But probably when I got like track of the week at BBC introducing like Solon, because it was just like, for me, that felt really big because I know it's not even that big compared to other people. Yeah. But like, I always like was when I was like in first year at uni and I saw loads of other like artists that were like older than me um, getting it. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then when I got it, I was like, yay <laughs> like yeah. i was so gassed i'm not gonna lie no, um, that's really yeah. a big achievement yeah that was yeah. fun but then like abbey road's like also up there because like i was like i sang with the mic that amy winehouse used to use and shit like that was that was like a an experience but i wouldn't say it was like yeah i was really proud because it was like a competition and i like they chose me to like go and record but it was like i don't know the track of the week thing was like Okay, we're getting there. Do mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real, that's sick. <laughs> Can you think of something that's worth dying for? My little sister. Okay. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> mm. That's the only thing. Mm. Literally the only thing. Mm. Because I, this sounds really bad to say, but I wouldn't die for my parents because they're older than me and I know they wouldn't want that. Mm. But like, I would definitely die for my sister. Mm. Yeah. Would you die for, let's say, I don't know, they they said they done something that was like oppressive. Let's say they banned music or something. They punished it by uh, by death. Would you Not still death. make music? Not death. I was, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's like extreme. Mm. Um, I would still fight. I would still um, you know, make it known that I'm not happy. But I don't think I'd die. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Dying is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stay here. <laughs> what character traits do you look for in a partner? Ambition. Mm. I like it when you don't need to be, you don't need any money right but i like it when like a guy like they want to be places and they're working really hard they just maybe not there yet yeah you need to be ambitious i mean i like it if they're funny that's mm. fun um um being good with money is attractive you don't even need a lot of money but just like being good with it um what else yeah they're like my main ones i'm not gonna lie yeah obviously kind i feel like there's basic ones that like they should just be known yeah mm. like you need to be a decent human being that yeah. kind not shorter than you not shorter than me mm. um not too flatty with other girls mm. friendly though i like it when like a guy can get along with anyone i don't mm. have to like force conversation you know when yeah. they like you introduce someone and then it's just like awkward i'm like <laughs> you know what? you can talk it's fine yeah. <laughs> like yeah just someone that's like can be friends with girls because i feel like i've met too many guys that don't actually know how to be friends with girls mm. like they what do you think about um guy and girl relationship fine, friendships fine i don't yeah. mind it is there any is there any difference between a friendship you have with a girl versus a friendship you have with a guy me for yeah, me as, as a girl as i a think woman. yeah you have a different um in sorry interaction with a girl and a, like it's it's obviously going to be different would you say that there's certain um like parameters or certain like i don't know with a girl yeah you might feel no way to just go and sleep around the house but maybe yeah, with okay, a guy yeah, maybe yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. some sort of way about that i mean if i was in a relationship i wouldn't sleep in the same bed as another guy do you know what i mean even if he was just a friend i'd sleep on the sofa or something like that mm. but um i feel like but you would sleep in the same bed as a girl yeah that was your friend yeah yeah, yeah definitely. so why is it different just I think it's not it's not really that different but I think it shows more respect because I wouldn't really want it the other way around do you know what I mean yeah but I think you're more liberal on this topic than I am so 
um, you're more open to. That, yeah, no, no, no. I know a lot dynamics. of guys. Yeah, mm. you won't even be able to sleep around like the house. Mm that alone sleep in the same bed are you crazy <laughs> but um i i feel like i'm a really strong believer in like trust i think if you if i'm gonna be there and be like nah you can't sleep round you can't like if i'm putting like to a bar- guy yeah if i'm if i'm like putting barriers on him he's just gonna he's gonna want to do it even more do you know what i mean i wouldn't definitely don't sleep in the same bed though that's rude so <laughs> you let's say you've got a boyfriend yeah and he's gone out for a drink with his female friend just one friend. Yeah, just him and his female okay. friend. Okay, have I met her before? You've heard about her. No, I need to have met her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. okay, you've met you've met her in okay. passing, okay. like one time. Yeah, yeah, no, not yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let's say I don't know you. One day, uh, let's say there was like a community, uh, a, a work, a work do or something, and he invited you. So you passed by, but you wasn't able to stay for too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but, met but this I girl. I saw her. I know yeah. what she's like. His I know colleague. what her energy's like. Yeah, fine. And. She was all right. Like you didn't, it's not mm. someone that you'd be like best mates with, but she was all right. Yeah. She's fairly attractive. Okay. And, <laughs> and he's now saying, yeah, you know, uh, Susan, um, <laughs> you met her that time. Um, we're going to go out for a drink, innit? Um, she's she, like, her partner's gone on holiday. So we're just like, she wants to go out for a drink. Like Am you're, invited? you're busy. You've got something <laughs> okay. else going on. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so he's going out for a drink with his friend. Is there any red flag so far? Yeah. Okay. What What's the red flag so far? Um. Well, I don't know. I feel like you know when the girl is a friends with a guy, you can tell. Like there's like a certain energy. But if you're giving me cold energy, I don't know if I rate that. What do you mean, cold energy? Like if I met, so say, like I've I've got a boyfriend. He I've introduced him to my guy friend. It's very clear that we're just friends. Mm. Like there, there's no really um intimacy in the way we talk we're just laughing it's just like it's normal right Mm. um and they get along it's all fine he has no type of way like he's not being like standoffish Mm. but say if i'm getting introduced to a girl and she's i don't know giving me maybe like staring me up and down a little bit maybe Mm. just like being a little bit ruder to me than say she is everybody else Mm. i wouldn't rate it no what if but then she's, I wouldn't stop them. Well, she's not being rude, but she's um, just doesn't really know you and is not going out her way Fair. to get to know you. I just feel like for me, mm. if so, I had a friend that had a girlfriend, I would make an effort. You had a guy friend who had a girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So and he introduced me to his girlfriend. Yeah. I would make like a quite a strong effort to be like friendly with her friendly, but not overly friendly, but just be like just be nice because i think you don't want her to feel on no yeah like, yeah because if it. especially if there's nothing going on mm. i would literally be like hey whatever like you, you should have come i'm sorry you're busy whatever you know what i mean mm. so i think stuff like that yeah okay so let's say she, she wasn't being cold with you okay. she wasn't being yeah, standoffish yeah, yeah. with you she was being really friendly with you okay but you still don't know her like that yeah and but he's either, either way he's like you remember susan whatever like we've gone out for this drink now um or you're he's going out for a drink do you feel uncomfortable about it him and her going for a drink no it's okay it's okay okay so like, I w- don't get me wrong i'm not gassed but it's <laughs> fine like do you know i'm not gonna stop him okay yeah so he's gone for a drink with this girl it's late um he, he <laughs> like you tried to call him about 12 or about 11 or 12 he hasn't picked up 
Okay. He calls you in the morning about 10, 10 in the morning, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I got so smashed last night. Literally stayed <laughs> around at Susan's yard. Um, uh, I stayed on the sofa. Okay. Obviously, didn't stay in the same bed and that. Um, is that cool with you? I mean, the lack of communication is definitely not cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if he was just went to his boy's house and I didn't know where he was, that mm. would like stress me out a bit. Yeah, but then. Ugh. It's so sticky. Depends <laughs> on the guy. It depends on the guy. Because the thing is, if you're with a guy that's flirty and he's always moving, like he's just a little bit giving me, yeah, um, you can't trust him. Mm. But if I'm like, you know, we're, we've been together maybe a couple months. It's not like, you know, deep, deep, but I trust you. I'm not going to feel a type of way about that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay, so now... But you know you know what? She's probably got a phone. She could have texted me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. But she don't know you like that, so yeah. she's not Fuck going that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now let's say your guy friend, he... Oh, oh, look, let's say your boyfriend, he goes out with his guy friends. Yeah. And you know his guys, or you've met them the same or whatever. He goes, he says, oh, yeah, I'm going around their yard. We're going to have a little bit, bit of a drink. He has a drink. He gets late. Then he calls you to the next morning, 10 o'clock. He says, yeah, we've been crashed out on the sofa, yeah. got smashed. Um, is that okay? Um, it's a lack of a communication again. So is are both of those situations the same? Sim- yeah, basically, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. To me, they're not the same situation. So to Fair. me, yeah, the fact that you're around this, like my, if my missus went to sleep at some guy's yard, yeah, and she was drunk, yeah, and she'd message me in the morning, I would not be cool Would with you that. break up with her? probably like yeah, probably fair. before probably even before it like before it even happened like mm. but the fact that she's talking about oh, i'm gonna go and just have a drink with this guy yeah it's already like i know what you mean what the thing is you about? know what i don't like about that situation because mm. it's one-on-one mm. if it was like him and maybe two girls mm. i actually wouldn't mind because but where it's one-on-one it kind of looks like you're on a date mm. I'd, but then it's like but what i've got friends i've got a lot of guy friends as mm. well and i feel like it would be so hypocritical of me mm. to be like, no, like, do you know what I mean? But I think the way that I view it, yeah, is there's there's different like levels of friendship. This is like, I've kind of had this conversation a few times, okay, yeah, and what I've kind of got to, yeah, is that there's just levels of friendship. So there's level one, which is basically you can you can technically still call it friends, but really you're associates, like acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. acquaintances. Yeah. You're cool. If you see them walking down the road, you'll be like, "Ah, oh, how how are you? Um, hi, whatever. All of this sort of stuff. Um, oh yeah, you're all good. Uh, where are you off to? Oh yeah, I'm just going here. All right, cool. Um, see you soon or whatever. Or like, have a good day or whatever. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, no, just a quick hi and bye sort of thing. Brief interaction. You're always friendly, but you're not going out your way to chill with them, and okay, it's just yeah, like yeah. an acquaintance. Yeah. Someone who maybe if you happen to be in the same place, you'll talk, but you don't even really even, you might not even have each other's numbers. Okay. And even if you did, you probably wouldn't call each other or message each other. So that's like level one of friendship. Okay. And then level two would be, um, okay, you have their numbers and there's someone that you're in fairly in, in a reasonable amount of communication with them. Maybe it's like a work colleague, someone who you're part of a group chat together or something like that where you do contact, speak to them quite regularly, but you're not really friends like that. Like you wouldn't meet up one on one, but yeah. in a group, hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah. definitely okay. wouldn't be meeting up one on one with them. It would be, it'd feel inappropriate. Yeah. Even to suggest it would yeah. feel inappropriate. <laughs> okay, but technically, your friends, 
you could you could call it friends, but it's not really like your friends, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then level three is like the top tier of friendship, yeah, where it's like, this is your real friend. This is yeah. someone who, when you call them when you're feeling low, they'll call you when they're feeling low, whatever. Yeah. Or if something good happened, you call them just to yeah, let them know. Yeah. Um, if they're if it's their birthday, they're, they're going out for a drink, they're, of course they're going to invite you because your friend's like that, isn't it? And then you're going to go there, you're going to have a drink. If you ended up getting smashed and then going around there as a sleeping over, it's not that deep. It doesn't yeah, matter. No, that's me all the time. It, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. It's yeah. like they don't care about it. Their partner doesn't care about it. You don't care about it. And uh-huh. your partner won't care about it. Okay. That's real friendship. I think men and women who are not, not going out with each other, like they're not in a couple, I think they probably shouldn't be on level three of friendship. Because once they go to level three of friendship, yeah, that's when you start creating complications for your personal life. So imagine. You tra- so imagine you go for a drink with this person, yeah, and then you end up. You, so you're treating a a guy is treating some girl that he knows, yeah, as level three friendship, yeah. So he's basically chilling with her, going and having a drink with her, crashing out of her yard, like no problem. His missus isn't gonna like that, and probably her partner's not gonna like that either, and it's just gonna create problems for both of the people because they've crossed the line, isn't it? So I think that that's how I kind of make sense of it. I disagree with you though, because I think if say my partner had level three friendship with a girl, I bet fair. Before you met her. Yeah. Before you met him. Yeah. I'm like, fair enough. If I know her and like, she's in your friendship group, like that's fine because you guys are close like that. It's the ones when it's like a new friend. None of that. So what's the difference between, okay, so there's this girl that he's been hanging out with way before he met you, yeah? What's the difference between him being that close with her and then him meeting a new girl and getting that close with her? What's the difference? They're both girls and they're they're both on that (laughs) level of friendship. I don't know, it feels wrong. Because especially if this girl's single, especially if, like, me and him are having problems... Do you know what I mean? It just feels like why, what, and one on one. So like, what that's if that happens lot. with somebody who he knew before he met with you? Like it's the same thing. No, it's not because there, there's like fr- so I've got friends that I'm like, do you know what? I'm feeling shit. We're going for a drink right now, yeah. And that might be a guy, that might be a girl. That's happening if I'm in a relationship or not. But if I'm like, there's someone from work, and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling that great. Like, should we have a drink? I don't know them very well, but I've just finished shift, so we're just gonna have a drink together. I think that's weird. Okay, so what you just said, yeah, is if you're in a relationship and you you're feeling no a bit new shit, friends. <laughs> no, sorry, if you're in a relationship, yeah, and you're you're feeling a bit shit, you call one of your guy friends and be like, "No, no, we're no, going no, out no, for a drink." No, 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 not necessarily. But you could do that, I and it would be that. okay yeah. in your mind. That's okay to do, but not just not because I've fallen out with him, just because I'm just like down and I just kind of want a bit of a distraction. Okay, so now let's imagine the opposite of that, yeah. So let's imagine <laughs> you're with a guy, yeah. You lot have had a bit of a row. He's not like you. He's not happy with you. He's feeling quite down about the way things happen. So he calls up one girl that he knew from back in the day, and he's like, "Yo, like, uh, my my girl's stressing me out. Yeah, I really just want to go for a drink with you. What are you saying?" And she's like, "Yeah, she's down. She's single, and she's trying to go out for a drink. Isn't that gonna bother you?" Yeah, we all can't lie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, no. Oh, it's so sticky. I feel like it's honestly with these situations it's so specific to the people because if you're with someone that you can trust and you know what they're on then it's fine but if you're say like with someone that haven't got great history of dating you know they've been about a little bit Mm. and then 
they've got way too many girlfriends it is a red flag do you know what i mean but like i don't but know even how- if they have one girlfriend it's like you don't like way too many i do know what i do know one what I, it is what i don't like the make? one-on-one i don't mind a group i don't mind a group go out in a group fine i don't need to be there one-on-one at least invite me what if they started off in a group and then everyone else went and now it's just them two that's all right but just leave with everyone else <laughs> No, I mean it's home time. But do they have to? <laughs> but it's like no, they don't have to. Because this, this is the point, yeah. And I think if we break it all the way down, yeah, I think the reason why this is such a touchy subject is because nobody wants to be seen as insecure or controlling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No one wants to be no. seen as this like an arsehole, basically. Yeah. And if you're being insecure or controlling, you seem like an arsehole. Definitely. And I think nobody wants to be seen as that. But there's a reason why we feel. Like we feel like being like that. Is that there's a reason why we feel like saying no? I don't want you to be with this hanging yeah. out with this person. And you know what? Like sometimes it's nice. Like it depends how someone goes about it. But like I've been in situations before, and, and I'm like, okay, you actually care. Like it's kind of cute that you're jealous. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, but I think, um, I think honestly, as long as you're being respectful, as long as everyone there knows you're in a relationship, because there's a red flag if you don't say you're in a relationship, mm. because. Do you know what I mean? Why are you not telling someone that? You, do you not? Do you hear me? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I think what if they say it just never come up? If it doesn't come up, like fair, but like I genuinely think, yeah, when I'm with someone and I'm really happy, I will pop you in every conversation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we might be talking about food, but oh my god, like so and so made me this the other night. It was so good. Mm. Uh, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I feel like if you're happy, you will genuinely talk about them like fairly a bit, mm. and then. Yeah, not mentioning me once would be a bit strange. Mm. Can't lie. Um, and what if the other girl knows full well that he's with you? It doesn't mean that she's not gonna. Yeah, I know. Like cross the line because she owes you nothing. <laughs> she know. doesn't know you from nowhere. So <laughs> yeah, facts. She just facts. knows this guy, and maybe she likes the guy. And fair play to her, mate. It's a competition, isn't it? It is. So personally, I think it's better. For us to voice our concerns. So if, if for example, you have certain, if certain things make you feel uncomfortable, I think it's better to say it. Yeah. Than to act like it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. And then when you're in the situation, it's like, it's really bothering you, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you feel like you can't say nothing. Um, it's a difficult one though, because in this, in this modern day and age, yeah, it's like, we're all kind of, I don't know where, like, where all of these things are not really allowed anymore. It's not mm-hmm. you're not allowed to be, I don't know, trying to control people or whatever it is. Like, it's just a really bad stigma around being controlling and stuff. But I think it's it's that you need to you need to control yourself, innit? You need to control your own life, yeah. And if the way you want your life to be yeah, is that you you're not feeling insecure about this person hanging out with their ex or something or some ge- some girl or some <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, that they've yeah. been knowing for years and years it's like if you don't feel comfortable in that and that's making you feel unhappy you would be better off not being in that relationship 100 percent. so i think it's better to voice it mm-hmm. and then if the relationship ends because you voiced it then good and the thing is there's a lot of people out there like for example my little sister yeah she's only really got girlfriends like that's she's just is that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like you can mm. get with someone that's only got girlfriends. That's kind of normal. Mm. But um, yeah, it depends what you're comfortable with. And if I was insecure, I probably would just be like, yeah, mm. I want a boy's boy. The thing is, I like a boy's boy. I like someone that chills with their, their guys. And then like, if they got friends that girls, fine. But 
I don't want not your bestie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. God, interesting. Mm. Don't know. That's I could talk about that for like hours. I'm not mm. gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's complicated. Um, I think it's best for guys to not have girls as friends. I think maybe maybe it's different for girls. Maybe girls uh, get some sort of benefit from having guys that are just locked in the friend zone. That just stay there or whatever. But for guys, I don't think it's good for us because every man knows, yeah, that you just can't really be friends with girls. He will act like he can be, but it's because he's playing the long game. You actually don't think that? He's playing, got, he's playing the long game. Do you know what? Mm. Fair. But I've got friends, yeah, that are boys. And I'm telling you now, like, mm. they, they are my friends. Maybe it's a business relationship. Maybe it's like mm. people you make music with or something along them lines. Yeah, fair. And then, so maybe it's like, it's like one of these networking things where it's yeah. like they're, they're social and they're friendly with you. But real friends, like that level three friendship that I was talking about earlier, I don't think it's worth that, like guys being friends with girls like that. <laughs> it's, it's just when you start, going into that third tier of friendship where it's like you're trying to link up with them that like you've had a bad day so you're like oh can we link up can we go have a drink like mm-hmm. just you and them oh yeah do you want to come around like when it starts getting like that it's like you're playing a dangerous game yeah no true you are to be fair yeah that's that's what i think about it but anyway it's been a great conversation man um yeah, i've really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it i've enjoyed your perspective on loads of different <laughs> things um before we wrap it up is there anything you want to promote any upcoming releases that are coming out or? um just follow me on socials just leah talkstore from literally everything um i've got loads of stuff in the works and i'm pretty consistent on socials so yeah mm. Hope you awesome. like my content. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put all of your stuff in the description. Um, it'll be on all the different networks and Spotify and stuff like that as Sick. well. Sick. Cool. So, um, yeah, man, it's been really good. And um, if you get time, come back through, man. Yeah, definitely. Really Thanks for having me. Nah, that's what it. You're doing. Thank you, man. <laughs> I appreciate you coming, man. All right, cool. Thanks to the audience as well. It's a wrap. P, 2p, 5p, 10p, 20p, 50p, changed on annoy me. 1 pound, 2 pound, 5 pound, 10 pound, 20 pound, 50 pound. These are my employees, yeah. I just make Elizabeth work. I just make Elizabeth work, yeah. I just make Elizabeth work. I just make Elizabeth work, work, work. Where my money at? Let me dial up management. Who's going in and who the fuck's panicking? Who's maybe and who the fuck lost P? If I fire man, that could be costly. You know, I always make the pattern run properly. I've got white money and it talks cockney. I got black money and it talks patwa Why the fuck would I want my money stacked up? I see money, I can't let it be statue. Never. I'm an entrepreneur in a tracksuit. When your money works hard, you don't have to. She got dank body and it's all natural. But I'm still only trying to get the peas, bitch. You got dead pee, hit it with the D fridge. It's a game full of snakes and leeches. Damn fuck right. school, they ain't never gonna teach this. Never. Fuck broke, I'd rather turn evil. When I'm hungry, you be looking like treacle. Give me tunnel vision on my prey like eagle. I got a pit in the whip looking regal. Just in case I ever got a duck a man down Dealing with the penny same way I do pounds Dealing with the pounds same way I do racks Aiming for a billion I ain't going back When I hit the club it's return of the Mac I'm looking for a hustler, 30 collab Track queen title 
where you worthy of that There's a lot of hot chicks But I'm never that gas I don't know love Only know about cash I know about economy I know about tax I want to dominate Not race with the rats Look, I can't hear shit If it ain't about 1p, 2p, 5p, 10p, 20p, 50p Changed on annoy me 1 pound, 2 pound, 5 pound, 10 pound, 20 pound, 50 pound These are my employees, yeah I just make Elizabeth work I just make Elizabeth work, yeah I just make Elizabeth work I just make Elizabeth work, 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 work